I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-truckin' down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-lookin' for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, any rocky mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings. But that's never been a problem, cause we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Good morning, Brother Jim and Super Dave. Morning, Jam. Morning, everybody. Top of the day, team. Brother Dave is out of town today, so we're going to do it without him. We didn't have a special guest, but we got a lot to talk about. I think it's going to end up being a good podcast. I, I hope so. It's our, what are, one of our few few threesomes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> They're all good podcasts. Bacon. Come on. Bacon. <laughs> Maybe you may write that time down and take that out, Jim. <laughs> nah, we'll let it roll. <laughs> You know what will make it better is saying the pledge. Absolutely. I pledge Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. We did have another prayer request for this week, and uh, Veronica Ariel asked us to pray for Manny. He's going through some things, so we'll add that in. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to go out and do some trucking today. We pray for the safety of our fleet, all of their families, and all the other families and individuals we come across on the road today. We pray for patience and in making good, safe decisions. We pray to be accident-free and that we all make it back to the comfort of our homes this evening. We pray for healing and 100% recovery for all of our family members that are ill. We pray for Manny V., we just pray for strength and healing, and um, man, he's going through a lot. I just pray that uh, God heals his medical issues and that he has, you know, good, strong people around him. He, he just lost a family member, so definitely pray that uh, he's got a lot of support and, and he doesn't feel alone. We pray to help find Amber's mom, and no matter what, we trust you, God. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Got you in our prayers, Manny. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Disclaimer, anything you hear on today's podcast is not the opinion of JFWs. It's just Jim, Super Dave's, and my opinion. <laughs> Sounds boring. <laughs> In my opinion, isn't very important either. <laughs> I don't know. I've been told you're very opinionated. So, Isn't well, everyone? This is not going to be a boring podcast, so just forget <laughs> about that. And I got some good numbers here to go over. So episode 85, it wasn't a record breaker, but 617 downloads, right? <clears throat> the week before was Paco's. We'll get to that in a minute. But we took a little bit of a dive, and I feel like the numbers have been steady on the rise again. So mm-hmm. that's good. We're at 38,000, well, 38.7 thousand total downloads, and we have 202 followers. That, that's up, right? Yeah, I don't know if you remember last week. We were at 198. I said, I want to be at 200. So, Awesome. We met that plus two. Man, we are big time here worldwide. But the big news as far as numbers goes is Paco's episode 
has 864 downloads, which bumped Al Fry's episode out of first place. Paco is now the first place. But the cool thing is, too, is he did it in two weeks. Wow. Al's been up for a few months. Yeah, that's awesome. Good job, Paco. So at 900 maybe in a few weeks? I mean, the way you know, a couple it, more listens? You know, it, it was going up really strong. Like you could look at a graph and yeah. it kind of peters out a little bit. So. Yeah. But, I mean, I think this could be one that does go over 900. As a matter of fact, if you haven't listened to Paco's episode, we're at 85 now. No, we're at 86 now, right? So 85, 84, episode 84, go back and listen to that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It was a good episode. Yep. Do you guys know what the uh, ocean said to the beach? Ah, it's a sunny day. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> Help me find the lost submersible. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's wow. an opinion. <laughs> it didn't say anything. It just waved. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so where do you learn to make ice cream? Oh, man. <laughs> On YouTube. <laughs> I don't know. Sunday school? Oh. <laughs> oh that's right a good one. On. Looks like you got a few more. <laughs> I do have a couple in here. <laughs> well, I'll do. Um, I like this one. How do you fix a broken vegetable? Man. With tomato paste. Come on, you guys. <laughs> That's good. Who thinks of these things? Thank God they're out there. Yeah, yeah thank God they're out there. We, I'd have some terrible jokes. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'm sitting here with a couple of guys that work out, and they, they go to the gym all the time. So I joined a gym <laughs> six months ago. And still no progress. <laughs> I'm going to go there in person tomorrow and see what's up. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I invite you quite a bit, Super Dave. <laughs> you do. <laughs> One day you're going to tell me yes. I'm going to not know what to do. So. Yeah. Don't All right. hold your breath. New employees, we got Fabian Benitez. Welcome, Fabian. Yeah, welcome aboard. Yep. Met him this morning. He seems like a bright young man. Super Dave. Yes, he is. Yep. He's he's a good dude. Um I think he's gonna turn out to be uh, a loyal, dedicated member of the team. Nice. Um he has worked his way up from porta potties to water trucks to Oh, you told me about this guy. Yeah. 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 Nice. Now he's big time. He's on the Super Bowl champion he team. Is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got his class A or, you know, yeah. right CDL or mm-hmm. I know. I don't even know if do you call it a class A anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Is it still class A? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not just a CDL. I mean, there's B and A, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I guess class a B a. is still the tandem. I think but there's a C, too. Anybody a that's willing to start on porta potty duty is is a dedicated dude, right? <laughs> he's got focus, he's got goals. I bet there's some tricks to that job, not Oof. to. Get messy and tie them down and pick them up. And Wear a gas I, mask. Yeah, I bet you get get some skills pretty quickly. So my grandfather down in Florida, he used to uh, work at a marina, which I believe he later owned, if I got it correctly. I don't remember. But, you know, they'd have a pump-out station there and, mm-hmm. you know, 
boats would come in and they'd throw him a line and tie him up and then they'd be like, will you, you know, pump us out? And he's like, nope, I don't take poop from anybody. (laughs) 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 You got to do that on your own. Uh, He was a character. Celebrations, anniversary. I love this one. Hugh Lee, one year yesterday. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, I seen that one, Jam, and I guess I, I, I don't know, feel like I've fallen behind with a lot of the the new guys and seeing people and stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I've said hi to you and you know seen him a couple of times, but I cannot believe it's been a year he's been here. You said hi to me. I did say hi to you, but <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's. I'm just shocked how fast time goes by anymore. Yeah, yeah. He's two foos fishing, buddy. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got a good attitude, comes in, he's always smiling. I mean, he's here to work. You yeah, know, he's not yeah. super buddy-buddy with me, but, you know, he does stop and say hi. And, absolutely, know, absolutely. A little, little small chit-chat here and there, but yeah. he's enjoyable for sure. Yeah, congratulations, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Birthdays, we got Coleman Amara. His birthday is this Saturday. Happy birthday, Coleman. Happy birthday. How old do you think Coleman is? Uh, he's like 23. Not any, well, until Saturday. Right. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was a little older than that. Yeah. But. yeah. When you look at when you look at Coleman, he's actually a pretty big boy. You know? Like mm-hmm. when I first met him I didn't recognize that and then I seen him again one time and it's like he's a large human being. Yeah. I mean and not that in beard I mean, he's got. I mean not in a good way, Coleman. I'm not <laughs> it's not a joke. <laughs> but he does look older than twenty three. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Family birthday celebrations. We got Isabella Murphy and Isley Colmanero. They both have birthdays this week. So that's Russ Murphy's daughter and uh, Gabe's daughter. So happy birthday, ladies. Yeah, happy birthday. And they're both in their late teens. So, you know, they're, they're young women. I don't know how much time they got left in their houses mm. and stuff like that. But they're, So 18, 19? Is that, uh, I mean? More like 17 and I want to say... Yeah, 17, 18, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good good years. Good. Yeah, definitely not 19 because they wouldn't be on a family birthday list. Oh, yeah, they age out. Yeah, yep. they age yep. out. So True. Those are the years that you get into trouble. <laughs> At least yeah, I did. That, or, <laughs> when uh, I was ma- 17, 18. Make some memories, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Good or bad. Yeah, 17, I was knucklehead. Well, I was a knucklehead when I was 40. But <laughs> 17, 18... 19, I joined the Coast Guard. I started steering the ship straight for a little bit, and then I got hit with a storm. <laughs> I drove right into it. <laughs> so, anyway, shout-outs. Brother Dave gave this one. Uh, he heard from Kirk Krim. Kirk Krim, he is part of uh, CMEX. Is that uh, Arcosa? CMEX. Yeah, yeah. CMEX. Yeah, CMEX, yep. And uh, he loves JFW and our drivers. He says Dale is great. The trucks are clean inside and out. And JFW is the most professional company they deal with and that we are rock stars. So that's awesome. When we hear something like that from a customer, that just warms us up. Yeah, yep. yeah. And he's he's been a tough customer. Um, they're very safety-orientated. And, and I know JR has been up there several times. We had a couple meetings with Kurt and things like that. But they're, you know, they were totally against in-dumps even doing the job out of CMEX, you know, and... Uh, we convinced, well, we were like, that's all we have. We got to try it. This is what we do. And and I think Dave threw that, threw that in, and not only does he love us, but we convinced him of the love, <laughs> I right. guess. You know, we, we've proven our point and that we're a good company, and, and that's something that, 
you know, you should really feel good about is here's our bar and we can really do that and we've done it. Right. Yeah. It's accomplishment. Yeah, and finding, you know, it's kind of like we say, you want to stick out, just do the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. When, when you meet somebody and they or a business and they do what they said they were going to do, I mean, it's almost a relief because... It is, it stands out. There's just yeah. so many businesses and people out there, they say they're going to do something and it doesn't get done. Yep. Yep, we could do it with end dumps and then you can't do it or you lay one over or, yeah. you know, we're unprofessional. But to hear that, we're the best. I mean, that just makes it great yes. well it makes me feel good that we've actually fulfilled our our um perception out there you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. these people look out look at us from the outside and then when we come in and do the job we we're that good we've we are that that what their perception was i guess i'm stumbling over my tongue yeah here, no but, but yeah absolutely dave you, you said in the interviews dave when you're interviewing somebody you sell them a, a bill of goods, do you call it? That's what I say, yeah. But then we, the drivers and you know the Everybody. company, we got to make good on that bill of goods. Right, we yeah. got to fulfill yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, can't, you can't sit there and tell a driver we got the best company culture. Right, and then right. he gets here and everybody treats him like. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to be a lemon. You right. buy a car and it turns out to be a lemon. It's, right. Yeah, it's not good. But we run into those drivers a lot where they've had that experience where they've been told that they're about to work for the best company ever and then they're not. So they're a little skeptical when they get here. But then after a while, you know, they're like, hey, this is true. <laughs> Don Pul- Dan Pulciani is a perfect example. I mean, he's no longer here anymore because of medical reasons. And if you're listening, Dan, hello. But he was a guy, I told him, and he's like, you know what, Jam, if everything you're telling me is true, that'll be something else Mm -hmm. and then like two weeks later i'm like well he's like well so far everything's true a month later so far everything's true and then (laughs) man he was a believer he was a believer yeah yeah Yeah, i was jesse radabaugh who uh he's fairly new i think he's been here a couple months i just gave him a truck assignment yesterday but he was telling me yeah i've got a buddy of mine he's you're interviewing him tomorrow meaning today I said, okay. And he goes, yeah, he's a really good dude. He's worked with him at Midwest Motor Express for a number of years. Hmm. And I was like, okay. And he goes, I just think he'd be a great fit. I said, well, does he have a good heart? And is he just a little bit quirky? Because that's what it takes to fit in here. And he looked at me like weird. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Got to have a good heart and be a little bit quirky. Yeah. Yeah, that I was, you know, as you guys were describing it, you know, and everybody's ordered stuff about Amp from Amazon. We all joke about it and stuff, mm-hmm. but we're no different. I mean, when we all order Amazon, we expect it all to show up, right? Everything oh, yeah. we ordered, yeah, like in an hour, right? Better be here, right? Yeah, and you know, we talked about it last week. We'll talk about it more about cleaning out the trailers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like ordering a pizza. Yep. You know, I order a pepperoni pizza, but I get pieces of sausage on it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want that either. The simplicity of what we do is really simple, but it it counts for so much. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, we'll we'll talk about it some more. I want to really beat on it here, but the the you know cleaning out the trailers. You know, we just we don't want to deliver rock and feed or rock and sand, sand and rock. It just it needs to be cleaned out, and I, you know, I. We, we've been concentrating on our accidents, and I, I think I wrote an email this morning to everybody that as we get busier, you know, you will be 
you know, out an hour more or two hours more than what you have been lately. And, mm-hmm. you know, jumping up in that trailer or making sure it's clean, that's going to be that next step. And you're going to be tired and want to just come in. And you can't skip that step. You can't just throw a bunch of sausage on the pepperoni pizza and call it good. You know, just not going to work. Kind of have a funny story about that pizza, Jim. <laughs> so there's this really good pizza place out at my daughter's, uh, Sarah's neighborhood. And uh, we only, like, when she has family get-togethers at her house, she gets these pizzas. Mm. And I'm like, well, Jackie and I have always loved it, right? So I forget. We were babysitting the boys one night. And we just ran them out there to drop them off. And so we were like, hey, let's pick up a pizza and take it home for dinner because we like that pizza so much. I can't remember the name of the pizza place. But anyway, we called, placed our order, cruised up into the drive through grabbed our pizza, paid the bill and drove home we got home we ordered like i don't know (laughs) green pepper and sausage or something like that and got home and opened the box up and it was this like vegetarian pizza (laughs) that it was (laughs) terrible it was somebody else's maybe the car behind us i don't know but we never looked at the box we figured this is our box let's go home with it right Right. And uh, it was terrible. We threw threw it out. It was oh, gross. That's it funny. It had like, I don't know, just it was just gross. I would compare a contaminated load more Check to a cheeseburger. So I hate pickles. I don't want nothing to do with pickles. And when you go through a drive-thru, Wendy's, of course, and you order Dave's Double with no pickles and there's pickles on it, that's a contaminated load to me. <laughs> They've lost that load. They got to pay for it. I'm not taking it. I'm not accepting it. Come pick it up the whole nine years. Right. You're, so. you're exactly right, Jim. Yeah, I mean, there's no... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to Jimmy V for helping TNT1 dump yesterday. <clears throat> TNT1 is now, I guess you would call, an old-school truck with a 10-speed, you know, the, the letters and stuff are kind of worn off, the switches, and, you know, if you've never dumped in TNT1, you might have to throw a couple buttons before you actually get that box to go in there. But uh, Jimmy V was up there, and he helped that driver. But also, I want to give a shout-out. You know, you're talking about a good heart, Super Dave. I want to give a shout-out to Jimmy V. He called me last week, said he witnessed an accident. He, think it's, he thinks our cameras caught it. If I could try to pull the video, he pulled over down the road from the accident. Sure enough, I pulled the video up, and this car made an illegal left turn where it was like he was being blocked by, like, the... Let's say they were going, I'm making this direction up, but let's say Jimmy was going northbound and the cars were going southbound in the opposite direction. Well, a car in the northbound lane from the right made a left, kind of like the accident we had yesterday. Mm-hmm. The cars in the southbound lane and the left turn lane are blocking that car. Anyway, this car comes through and gets T-boned. You know, and Jimmy just felt like it was his duty to bring that video over and, sure. you know, Make the person that's responsible for it be responsible. Exactly. You know, so got the video, sent it to Jimmy. He went back up. The state trooper wasn't even really that cool with them, you know, but he did give the video to the state trooper, and the person that caused the accident will be held accountable for that, you know. And there was witnesses and stuff just like yesterday, but I'll tell you what, when you show up with a video of an accident, the police are just, it, it's like such a no-brainer for them. They don't have to do any investigation. Right. So, yeah. Just nice. they have to go watch. Nice, nice job, Jimmy. <laughs> yep, absolutely, Jimmy. I want to give a shout out to Dale for helping get a uh, truck unstuck up at Ocosi yesterday. Uh, it was kind of a newer driver, got stuck. 
he didn't dig all the way down to the frame or anything like that, so that was nice. And I Good. think Dale just helped him shovel out. Uh, I want to apologize to Bree, but then also give a shout out from Bree. She gave this to me last week, and I spaced it, but. She says, thank you. If you don't know, Brie was out on medical leave for, I don't know, I want to say six weeks, it seemed like. Brie says, thank you for all the get well gift. Thank you all for the get well gift. It was so thoughtful and will definitely get put to use. Shout out to the coworkers who called to check in on me after my surgery. I received a call each week from a few. I'm so thankful to be part of the JFW team and surrounded by equal amazing coworkers. That's a good shout-out. Yeah. That's good stuff right there. Absolutely. Then she goes on, Also, I want to give kudos to 0053 for his smooth driving through Boulder and 0049 and 0031 for the excellent driving on 270. So, good stuff. Yeah, really good stuff. Yeah, She must have been in her car and then (laughs) seen some JFW trucks. Yeah. My daughters call me all the time, Dad, Dad, I saw JFW truck and... I just ask them, are they behaving themselves? Are they doing a good job? And they always say, yes, they are. Yeah, the good thing is, is I, you know, I think I would more cringe over somebody saying that to me in the past, Dave. And uh, I feel pretty confident now. Most of the time, it's a compliment. Mm-hmm. The the rarity is a complaint about the trucks. So if you if you want to call it winning, I think we're slowly winning. That culture is just shining through yep. slowly. Here's what I notice about when people say the difference between a complaint and somebody seeing our trucks. If somebody just saw one of our trucks doing a good job, they say, hey, I seen you guys out there the other day. Mm-hmm. If there's a complaint, they just start right in with yeah, the complaint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Rich Trujillo, he's got a shout-out. He said, uh, shout-out to all the brothers who do the right thing day in and day out, especially the slip seat drivers who take care of other drivers' trucks. So, And we'll get to that. That has to do with what Jim brought up earlier. But good point. I mean, I had a long conversation with Rich just a little while ago. He was talking about the cab cleanliness as well. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the trucks are just disgusting. You know, um, and then some of them are really nice. But the thing is, is they're all the same. They're all pretty much the same age. They should all be amazing. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't want to, you shouldn't feel dirty in any of the trucks. No. People need to take better care of their stuff. And that's always been something, a division in a truck, how how one truck just gets neglected so badly, Uh, you know. Everybody has a different, like, gauge and what is fine for one person is filthy for another person. Yeah, yeah, so true, so true. I want to tell those people, do you think you're at home or some other filthy place? Never mind, bacon. <laughs> uh, Nick Purcell, he wants to give a shout-out to Edward, Ricky, and the rest of everyone who tried to help me out last week up at Fair Play with my tire issues. Even though we were unable to fix the situation, the fact that they try to help shows where the heart is at. Man, that word heart keeps coming up. <clears throat> yes, sir. Good stuff. Yeah, I seen. I probably can't repeat it well, but I seen a deal on. You know, people people expect you to have a big heart, or some people are so big hearted. But along with that big heart, you have to expect big emotions. You mm. know. You know, big, right. big anger, big love. <laughs> yeah, big, go hand in hand. Huh? Right, right. You you want everybody to have a big heart, but there's a lot that goes with that. So yeah, yeah it, was, it was an interesting take on it. Huh. 
My last shout out is from Eric Burnham. Man, <laughs> here we go. Jam, I want to give a shout out to the mechanics on the podcast. This shout out goes out to the JFW mechanics, aka the doctors from <laughs> 0081, Eric and the Redzilla. I want to personally thank Chris, Mikey, Little John, and every other doctor that looked at Redzilla as she was in major distress. For the last two weeks, my marriage with her has been in turmoil. <laughs> as she flashes her death signals, attempted to rebel against the cause, putting us to the point where we even sought marriage counseling, but no avail. I wanted to pedal to the floor, and she wanted me out the door. Finally, the doctors, probably is sick of, calling us, of us calling in, heard the mayday signals, and in their busy schedule requested our presence. The doctors went to work, and within hours, our marriage was repaired. I knew as soon as I got in her, her veins were ice cold once again. I will leave it on this note as the Redzilla and me conquer our crafts through rain, snow, sleet, or shine. As she flies down the highway with her oversized banner, flags out, and some sexy, huge piece of machinery on the back. We thank the doctors of JFW for keeping our veins ice cold with diesel. And our Samsara Skolo. Much appreciation to the doctors from Eric and the Redzilla 0081. <laughs> well <laughs> done. That was really good. That was really good. Really good. That's a tough to, one to read. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, you read it well. Yeah, way to go, Eric. Yeah. Nice job, yeah, man. good job. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Put that's a, little, a different take. Right? Put a little thought into that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You guys got any shout outs? Yeah, just right quick. Um, It seems like a long time jam, but I wanted to give you a shout out.、Um, I know we've been all busy and stuff, and I didn't get the, the, you know, the outline last night, you know, and busy day yesterday with the accent, and you were right up to the office this morning and handing me my copy. So I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs>、no、all、problem. you do to put this together because it's not on our minds. You know, we, we have everything else going on, and then, oh, Podcast day. <laughs> what are we do, do doing? Comes、right? out of nowhere, doesn't it? <laughs> right, exactly.、Oh, it's it's amazing, how fast, <laughs> amazing how fast Wednesday comes along. Yeah, no doubt.、So. I mean, I appreciate that, Jim. I mean, it used to be, man, I, I, it's just, I don't know. It's changed a little bit, but it used to be like, we get done with the podcast. I'm already starting to work on next week's later this afternoon. Yeah. But it's not really like that anymore because this afternoon has a lot of things that it brings in itself. You know, if we have a guest outside of JFW, Brother Dave's really good about you're going to have it out on Friday for our <laughs> guests, you know, so there's some pressure there. Sure. But then, you know, when it's just the three of us or the four of us, it kind of gets put to the end. But really, I mean, it, it is a work in progress, and I should work on it all week because people send me things all week,、mm-hmm. you know, and that's、mm-hmm. the best time to do it is. Yeah, fresh, yeah, that's that's just like you're saying. That's just tough, and I and I recognize <laughs> that, you know. And, and I think we have gotten obviously we've gotten better. Eighty eighty six episodes here, right? You know, it's a little easier to talk about our stuff, and、yep. you know the mistakes. I know you don't have a, you don't spend as much time、uh, editing it as,、oh, yeah. as you used to, but no, it, it's good. So yeah, yeah, I appreciate it, and I hope. You know, I know we joked about this one not being as good or funny, but it's still got all the same information that、yeah. we need to get out there. I'm laughing. Yeah, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's good. So absolutely. Yeah, and my my next one, I wanted to give one out to Big John, and、uh, you know, I I I, I got to be honest, he's pretty quick with the mic. We make an announcement, and、uh, you know, Big John's on the radio. Hey, you got out,、right. you know, and it's the same thing. He's the only one. 
right? That does it's that. the same thing all the time. And but I have to I have to give him kudos mm-hmm. because you know on the handheld sometimes they don't get out and you hear crickets mm-hmm. you know and John always answers and then I and then I think well hopefully he's helping somebody go well the shop must have said something or the office said something or dispatch said something somebody said something John just said you know hey you got out you know maybe I should turn it up maybe I should be listening you know things like that so shout out for John for always being involved in the company you know smallest announcement hey he's letting you know you got out so thanks John appreciate that yeah and then, so nice to know too, Jim, because I personally have said something pretty darn important yeah. about a wreck or a, you know speed trap or something, and and you don't hear anything, and yeah. you have to get back on yourself and say, "Hey, did I get out?" Yeah, yeah. And I know John's got a couple more guys doing that. I think I heard Stingray and somebody else this morning, and you know that's good. But John's pretty pretty good about having that radio on and and copying what's going on. So it's a it's a good piece of feedback. Absolutely. So. Yeah, it's not a good feeling having to wonder if you got out or not. Yeah, it's just like whether you <laughs> whether you're reaching anybody. And then I just wanted to mark. I know we mentioned it, but uh, first day of summer today. Today, right? Longest yeah. day of the year. Felt it like, is. Yep. yep. Felt sure like is. yesterday was the first day of summer. It was hot. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Kind of cleared off yeah. in the morning. It was cool, and then got hot. Oh wait, yeah. it was Tuesday, or excuse me, was Monday the ninety degree day? Monday was the first night. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, but yesterday got warm in the afternoon. It right. still made it to eighty eight yesterday. Yeah, yeah, really close. Yeah, yeah. But you know, isn't it weird that the summer? Okay, from today onward, tomorrow, Friday. The days are going to start getting shorter. Right again, Dave. Doesn't it seem uh, too early for that to happen it does. already? It does. Because of the rain, I think. I guess. We haven't had our summer. Our summer peaks, I don't know, in July sometime. You know, Maybe <laughs> the end of July. I don't know. But nowadays, school goes back to um, being in session way too early. Yeah. yeah I, when I was a kid, I never went back to school until after Labor Day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. nowadays, shoot, they're in, in school the beginning of August. Yeah, that does feel weird because... You know, you, you ever like think back to a time like you might you might smell something that brings you back or, you know, there's something physically going on around you that brings you back in time. And one thing about the summers that I remember about JFW is when we circle up in the morning, you know, we'd be out in front of the garage early. It would be light out. It would be warm. We would be in T-shirts. I mean, some of you guys are out there in T-shirts. Me and Super Dave aren't. <laughs> <laughs> but. I, I don't feel like we've experienced that this year. No. I mean, we're circling up, but it's like, it's not that bright, shiny morning. No, you know, it's, no. We're we're behind on that with the rain, I guess. Yeah, we really, really are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's kind of a bummer, but it is true, and I just hate to hear it, but they say, well, with all the rain we've had, everything's really grown, the grass is long, and now we have fire danger for the fall. And it's like, well, come on, man. We, we've really? just we're not even just thick. got all this water, and you're talking fire danger. But I do get it. I do. Yeah. You know? No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I do get it. Yeah. There's just no winning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Any other shout outs, Jim? No, that's good. I I think I got I got it. Okay, soup. You got any shout outs? Oh, you know that's something I should take notes on all week long because yeah. there's things that happen all week that are worthy, mm-hmm. and I don't have any notes with me today so (laughs) okay well let's get into the discussion i got a list of housekeeping items here number one on the list the white leds and we're talking about the headlights they're a no-go 
right? If you got white LEDs for headlights there, they are not legal in a commercial vehicle. It's not the headlights, Jim. Well, it's I said it wrong. The amber lights on turn signals, the guys are putting in LEDs that are white until you turn the blinker on and yes. then it goes amber. Got and it. DOT regulations, the turn signal lights or the running lights, I guess I should say, clearance lights should always be amber. Gotcha. Yeah, any clearance light you got front is amber, rear is red. Yeah. And and when you're violating that, that just leaves yourself open for a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, will you get by for a year or so? Could be. But, you know, guys, it's just about... You know, that that defendability, you just don't know what's going to go on. We're the size of company we are. Yep. You know, if you have to change a marker and it doesn't match the other side, they need to match. And then also you can't run that white amber just like Jam brought up. You know, you can't run that color white to the front. It has to be amber, has to, you know, obviously, even if it's white and turns amber for the turn signal, the marker side of it is mm-hmm. illegal. That gotcha. is not right. And it's just it's just a good way for people to pick on you, yep. you know, whether they do or don't. I think mm-hmm. JFW gets a lot of passes. Yeah, but, and it's a little bit of a bummer because the guys that are going out, they're spending their own money to make their truck the way they want it. Yeah, fancy so, and custom. Yeah, so kudos for that. Thank you for being engaged and wanting to make your truck, you know, important to you and, and feel good driving it. Unfortunately, there are regulations that we got to abide by yeah the you know who doesn't want to be an individual i totally get that you know some of the guys have done a few different things to the truck that's that's fine but as far as something that's the dot regulations we just we can't mess with that and you know jam you're not totally wrong on the headlights because a couple of guys have changed out you know to the brighter headlights and stuff the the white and you know that is also illegal too i mean they sell it and we probably won't get you know, busted and stuff. But, you know, so many of the trucks now or even some of the cars, when you change out the headlights, man, is it irritating to have somebody follow you. (laughs) You know, and and I get it. Who doesn't want to see it? It's remarkable on the road, but when you can, Mm -hmm. use your bright lights. What about about that blue color we're seeing? Yeah, that's absolutely not. Or pink. I've seen pink ones too. Yeah, Yeah. and I think that blue, there's a spectrum on it. Is anybody going to probably check? No, you're just irritating. (laughs) I mean, that's all it is. You on know. the flip side, we'll have guys that don't know that their marker lights are out. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> kudos yeah. to the guys putting the white ones in, but do us a favor and put the amber ones back yeah. in. We we like <laughs> the middle of the road. We like them working and then working properly. Can right. we just can the we right just, color? Yeah, stay in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next on the list from Mikey, we got some guys turning too sharp, and that's damaging the hydraulic hose. Probably the fitting is what he's referring to. The hoses are probably pulling out of the fittings, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, The so they're pressed in, so you have your butterfly mm-hmm. uh, fitting that you screw on, but then, of course, there's a metal collar, and the hoses are breaking right at that little collar Absolutely, they're pressed together. Absolutely, absolutely. And I don't feel like we've mentioned this for a long time, the turning, and I think we really went through a rash of it when we got the Kenworths and stuff and the newer trucks, but, you know, again – you know, technology is good and all that kind of stuff. And they've given the trucks the ability to turn really sharp compared to how they used to. I mean, some of the old Pete's and the Kenworths on oh, huh? Super Dave, some of the trucks you used to drive jam to get in there, road trucks just don't turn. No. You know, they were they were set up not to not to turn. Right. And ours are, you know, whether they're setting the locks on them or not or the construction model or the capability of the power steering, 
um, yeah, we can, you can turn the truck sharp and that's what we're asking. But I think too, Super Dave and Jan, what do you guys think? I think some of that damage is happening when you're not a very good backer upper mm -hmm. <laughs> and you jackknife that trailer mm -hmm. or you, or you pull forward and you decide to back up and jackknife the trailer and puts a really good bend on that, on that, the first six inches, maybe four inches right out of that collar, like Super Dave mentioned, it gets cracked and that's where it breaks because you continually flex it and then pretty soon it's a weak spot. The cords are broke inside of the steel cords and we, we pop that. So, you know, again, it, it's all about doing the job and, you know, can you turn sharp? Is the truck capable of turning sharp? Yes. Do you need to? No, that, that's a better driver. You know, that's somebody that's protecting their airlines, their electrical cord, their tarp cord, their hydraulic cord. It's about how long you can make that truck run before you have trouble with it. And, you know, we, you know, obviously we're going to have a conversation about slip seating here too, but the, no matter whose truck you drive, you can make it better for yourself because you might be in that truck six weeks later and everybody's, you know, turned really sharp and messed up the hydraulic hose. You know, it's truly, you know, we last few weeks and where we're at, it's truly so much about how we how we set things up for us and, and for people in the future. Yeah, I mean, definitely use that back window, too, or, or, or look out. I mean, if you're turning that sharp, you won't see it in your back window, actually. But look in the mirrors. If that pogo stick is bending and those lines are just super tight, you're turning too sharp. Mm -hmm. I mean, the pogo stick's going to bend a little bit, but... You know, to the point where the lines are tightened, you got to back off. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, and if you've ever been out on a, a job or been driving down the road and had one of those airlines spring leak, you're out of service. Yeah, you're done. You yeah. know. Yep, absolutely. All right, backing skills. <clears throat> so, you know, at the end of the day, when all the trucks are coming in, there's quite a bit of people on the leadership team standing outside. Mikey's out there sometimes, and some people are having a little bit of trouble backing up. So I think we got a backing skills course being set up at Yard 23. Yeah, I think we right? had had one, but it was over where it's gotten so wet, right. you know, and then, and then we were going to pick someplace else. But there's lots of places to back up over there. I know we used to do it here. We used to back yeah. into the red lot, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah we go from, uh, I think they call it the Brenda Challenge because. That's what, yeah, Brenda <laughs> yeah, lives what, on here yeah. at JMW. <laughs> right, so you back up from uh, one of the garage bays through the red lot down the alley, around the the, the south side, along yep. that fence into double fifty two spot. Fifty two spot, yeah. Yeah, so yeah with no pull up. With no pull up. Yep. But while you're practicing, it's okay to pull up. It's always okay to pull up. You just yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. So the no pull ups was for money. We were doing the the backup challenge, and I think was it a hundred bucks. I think it was, yeah. Was it a hundred bucks? Yeah, I think it was a hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's pretty difficult to one yeah. shot that. I'm telling with no you, I got to tell you the story about Brenda though. So it was a, a young lady that hired on here a number of years back. She and she cut her teeth driving a mixer truck for her dad. Her dad uh, ran. I think he had like four or five mixer trucks. But anyway, she had trouble with the semi. And brother Dave came up with the idea. Listen, you need some practice. We're going to pull this truck up right in front of the middle bay door, and you've got to do the serpentine through the gate, back around the row of trailers and into the other yard. And um, he gave her a challenge to do it five times every night for a week. 
and my hat went off to her because her, her I don't think her truck was had air conditioning. It was broken at the time, and it was a hundred degrees. It was hot, and she did it every day, mm-hmm. five times. And guess what? She became really good at backing up. Right, right. Yep. Yeah, that's something well, I want to I want to mention. The Brenda the, challenge. <laughs> the Brenda challenge. You know, the reason we're being bringing up backing skills is, like Jam said, a lot of us are standing out and see you guys back in your parking places. That's where the amazement kind of kicks in for us because you you back up every load, right? Every single load. Every, every single load. We, every we, load. We, we run end dumps here. You got to dump up. them out. If you pick one up, you got to put it down somewhere. <laughs> right, guys? So I'm like, so that's that's where the amazement is. Like, you can barely get in your spot. So how difficult is your day when you can't back up? And maybe the, the five loads you dumped isn't enough practice. Take some time and practice. You know, pick a spot. Drive by 23. Ask Super Dave or Jam or Scooby or JR, what's the Brenda challenge? Let me do it, you know, and and practice a little bit. You know, I I know we watched one of the guys the other day back in, and, and, uh, you know, Mike was standing there with us, Mikey, and, like, he's like, oh, my gosh, you guys, you guys got to say something to that guy. He's... He's terrible, and and Mike's worried about damage because that's all Mike seems to fix anymore. And what we're doing is damage. That's his concern, you know. And the guy got out of the truck and got a big smile on his face. How are you guys doing? And and uh, you know, we we all ask about the guy, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. And good guy. Good guy." Yeah. But we're like, "Oh, you can't back up though." <laughs> so there there's a step of your skill, you know. And yeah, if you're if you're struggling backing up. You know, take some time and practice. Yeah, yeah don't be embarrassed. No. We, we've all had trouble backing. I mean, and there's days you may you may back up great all day and get to the yard and not be able to oh, park yeah. your truck. You yeah, know? It is funny how yeah. that works. Yeah. Honestly, or, some days you can nail it first shot. Yep. In other days, the same backup, you've got to pull forward five times. Yeah. yeah. You're like, what the heck? I had a good night's sleep. I'm, <laughs> you know, had a good breakfast. I'm in great shape. How come I can't yeah. back up? But I'm the one. I'm the king of pull-ups. I pull yeah, up. And I pull one up. thing is too, though, you guys got to get used to the short trailers and the long wheelbase tractors. Mm. The dynamics are different from if you came from running a 53 foot trailer, it's gonna back up way different, and you've got to adjust. You got to turn your steering wheel sooner before the trailer gets too far mm. away from you. Yep, yep. No, it's it's different, Dave. It's yep. it's totally different. I. My uh, my first truck was longer than my trailer. I had a 24 foot Hobbs <laughs> end dump, and uh, the truck I had. So here's what you know. Here's where we got some of that feedback on that one. That well, when I was a driver, <laughs> my my first truck didn't have power steering either. Oh man! And you learned to back up fast, or you your just day was hell. Oh I mean, man! It, it was hell. Instead of getting and, five loads, you got three. Yeah, exactly, Dave. And, and you know, you had to be so fast at correcting, you know, yeah. to get to get under that the twenty four footer and get in a spot. And and I got pretty good at it. And I can't remember what we went and did, but I, I ended up pulling a van trailer. And it, I don't even think fifty threes were out then. You know, it was like forty eight. And I was like. It was absolutely impossible to back up. <laughs> I could not back that trailer up. Just oh, a whole different, whole, it was slow moving. It wasn't fast. It was nothing. And I'm like, what the hell? I thought I was pretty good. Yep. I ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. If Brother Dave was here, he would be quoting Mike Bortz right now. Just remember, pull-ups are free. Backing accidents are expensive. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's what we're talking about here. You know, making your day easier on you. Mm-hmm. 
and no accidents. So, yeah, absolutely. Next, we got, and this was from JR. <clears throat> At the end of the day, you want to call in before you sweep out. Okay, we see this time and time again. You'll be over at, let's say, plant 12. It is, I don't know, 310. <laughs> Probably be a good time. 305. waste 15 minutes, yeah, 20 minutes. You know, let me get swept out, and then I'll be good to go, right? And then you call in at 320, which you may not have time to make it back lost up 20 minutes, let's say. lost 20 you. minutes, right? Yep. And then you call in, swept out, cleaned out at plant 12, I mean, the obvious answer is going to be bring it in, right? right? So right. that is time management, you know. But if you're a guy that really wants that extra load, think about it. Why would you want to sweep out rock to go get more rock? You've been hauling. And if you're a hardwire, <laughs> you know, and you do the swept out, cleaned out, and you've been hardwired all week, and you know you're going back up to fry, like, that's just not good business for us or for you or your no. paycheck. Yeah, and that you know that's back what I know we're going to talk about, and you know maybe this is a good segment into it. But yeah. even even a hardwire jam, you might call in sick, or you know yeah. maybe we have to grab that truck for something else. So just because you're hardwired, don't think you don't have to clean out, right? right? Um, you know, oh, I'm going to haul sand. I haul sand every day. Ah, there's always that possibility. Be right. prepared to go do right. something else, or yeah. somebody else do something else. Yep. You know, and and the. You know the 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 time management thing. It, it's it's so funny. You know, I don't know if we, you know, talk about it or not. But obviously, we're we're percentage based. You know, we we set a lot of things up to be done that you're you know incentivized and things mm-hmm. like that, and it, it works on your percentage. And you know, we've talked about being hourly so many times, and a lot of jobs you can get are, are great hourly. That everybody sees what you're doing. You know what's going on. You can be accountable. You can be held accountable. If a lot of us were hourly, you know, the accountability would just go out the door because right. look how long somebody could spend sweeping out. And what's funny <laughs> right. about the sweeping out and spending the twenty minutes and and I get it. I'm just as guilty over the years. I'm tired. I want to go in. It's been a long day. Whatever. But that twenty minutes is out of your pocket sweeping out, not not out of ours. And it do, and we all know it doesn't take twenty minutes, right? You know, yeah. You could sweep out. You could you could sweep fry rock out of your trailer in two minutes. Absolutely, you know, and that's that's getting the rock out of the Z the, the Z tracking and everything. Yes, yeah, yeah. And we've yeah. given we've given ladders. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's ladders almost on every trailer. Yep. It's safe to go in and out. You know, you still two points of contact, but it's not like. It's not like it used to be, you guys. The liners are amazing. Yeah. You know, the liners are all fairly new. We can fix holes in the liners. You know, we're just we're we're the next level as far yeah. as far as for just needing to clean out. Yep. There's two type of people that work here. One, the guy at 305, he's gonna sweep out as quick as possible so he could go get that next load. And then there's another type of person, guy or girl, I shouldn't say guy, right? But that person's gonna take their sweet time to make sure they can't go get that last load, mm-hmm. right? And we 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 know the difference, we recognize it. But the guy that's the guy or girl that's finishing their day trying to get that last load, that's probably the person we're gonna call on, you know, when we need something. Yeah, you know, we're not gonna call on the person that doesn't want to work. So yeah, but, and yeah. and we've all done it. You guys have all. You know, if you're if you're hustling for the day and and doing that, I mean, I've hauled loads, got another load, and I'm still in like ten minutes behind the guy 
that I seen right. sweeping out right. or sitting up at Fry's. And I'm like, I don't know how much more money I just made, and I'm 10 minutes behind you? Well, you made another load, which is about 13 grand a year. That's yeah, how much yeah, that way you look. I forgot about that. You're right, you Jim. Yeah, mean? absolutely for the year. Yep. So you've done the math. May, yeah. Maybe even more with. I used to say ten to thirteen, but with the new percentage that we're we're at, I mean, it's probably thirteen to fifteen thousand dollars. So sure, you know, if you're if you're a sixty thousand dollar a year driver and you want to make seventy five thousand dollars, go get an extra load. If you're already making seventy five and you want to make ninety, go get an extra load every day. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and what I'm talking about is sometimes that extra load that you're saying is an extra load is is 30 or 45 minutes is all right. because you're already out there and right. you've just done it right the whole day. Yep. You know, it's not a, it's not a two-hour round. No. So. The thing is, we have bad weather. We have winter. And we're coming off one of the wettest springs that I can remember. Well, history, and, Dave, you, you, you've heard and, the figures. You know, the plants have been full we have 102 trucks running every day and we have the ability to haul some material buddy i'll tell mm-hmm. you what mm-hmm. and now it it was 90 degrees the other day these job sites are drying out these contractors are saying we got to go we got some we've got some ground to to catch up absolutely and and now is your opportunity to catch up as well so maximize your potential and get an early load get that evening load even if you can just call it a preload but it's still if it's in the box that's money yeah and um you've got to do that to maximize potential to take care of customers to make that paycheck what your expectations are um because listen in the middle of january we don't have the opportunity to do that yeah and that could be you know i could say it's like the next 60 days 90 days however you want to look at it that sounds like a long time to get caught up if there's a backlog here which there has to be a backlog you know but that's that's like six weeks eight weeks if you if you if you drop it like that you know and 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 that's nothing but to to be i still think we have you know even myself and as you get older you can see that but it's it's looking into the future super dave of being able to hey i got six eight weeks where we're going to be really busy i'm going to grab this stuff make january okay for me mm-hmm. you know but but to to look into the future it's like you know cleaning out the trailer okay that sets it up either for myself or for another person you know and and you know back to joke about it putting up the 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 shopping cart you know, that same just, thing, you huh? know, somebody might walk in that's, you know, got a disability is older. I don't know. However many reasons, you know, just is having a bad day. And what if there's no carts in the store, but what if there is that cart up in the store, they can grab their cart, they can do their thing. You've just made their day better. Right. So the, the, but the ability, especially younger myself and I'm, I'm blaming it on my myself as being younger that ability to look farther into the future is very hard yeah. i think and and it and it goes you know for your kids for your marriage for your financial future for your wellness it's that's tough mm-hmm. yeah so once again call in before you sweep out please right? this way you're ready to that's go to help the team out be efficient you know just be efficient mm-hmm Next on the list is ghosting. One of you guys want to take that? What is ghosting? I've never heard of that before. I think that's where you that, possibly see ghosts in the hallway. Yeah, is that like a haunted house? 
<laughs> We're so funny. Now you see it, now you don't. That's ghosting. <laughs> now you see him or her, now you don't. That's ghosting. Yeah. Wasn't that a movie? The, uh, oh, what was it called? The Mystery in the Museum or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> no, I know what ghosting is. I'm a victim of it. All the time, time Dave, right? <laughs> yes. You're probably, you probably get... <laughs> Kicked every day. You've gotten ghosted more than Casper the Friendly. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep, and that's—I yeah. uh, I can't say it's a pandemic thing, but it's uh, a Gen Z thing, maybe. I don't know, but it's relatively know. new. It, it's people's lack of personal interaction in this generation. They feel it's okay to just not show up, or if they're not interested in a job, they stop showing up, or if they. Their schedule changes and they don't want to come in for that interview. They just don't show up. If they quit. If they quit, they, they just stop don't coming in. Yeah. And I know it is more prevalent in the newer generations, but there's guys from my generation doing it. I see it. It's because they've assimilated yeah. to the new society, societal <laughs> um, norms. Well, again, it, it, is it that or I'll, I'll go there. Is it the laziness? That is yeah. the easy way to do it, and you see a group of people doing it, like our whatever you the newer generation, if you want to call that. Because until the last, like you're saying, Dave, five years, I've never heard of ghosting. What's mm-hmm. ghosting? Right. You know what I mean? So somebody's created it, and it's the it's the I would say it's the newer generation. They've you know? created the term, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, they created the term. You know, but then other people see it, and they're like, well. That was easy. I'll, I'll just be, I'll just do that. I'll even go a step further, Jim. It's people's disregard for mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But just, uh, yeah, it's and all about could, me. Yeah, you could lead that into you know not on the same level, but school shootings. Just the disregard for for life. Period. Dave. Yeah. You know. Yep. I had two interviews scheduled yesterday. The first one, uh, which was. A weird one. I usually don't do interviews at 7 a.m., but he had to make it that early based on his schedule. And I was like, okay, great. So I had to get my interview room set up early and everything, and he ghosted me. The second interview was also, it didn't happen, but the dude was cool. He canceled it via text. And I was like, thank you very much. You know. Yeah, if you're afraid of talking, just text. At it's least, so at least easy. text. I got instant. You know, yeah, yeah. At least, at least we'll go. Oh, that sucks, you know, or be upset. He, they did that. They canceled. But at least you know, right? <laughs> yeah, not me, Jim. I'm like, thank you so much for letting me know. Now I can get on with my day. You yeah, know, I can make plans and fill that time with constructive things. You know. Yeah, and you, <laughs> funny you you've been ghosted so much. You think a text is okay? <laughs> <laughs> you bet it is. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's a great thing. <laughs> you know, we're painting a pl- pretty ugly picture, picture, but what's our number right now, Dave? Are we plus? Uh, counting Joe leaving and, and uh, you know, best of luck to Joe moving back east uh, to take care of his parents and, and that. Um, and then uh, Armando and uh, one other. I think we're at down to 13, plus 13. Okay. But, but we were plus 17, right, Dave? I mean, that was like one 16. of our highest. 16, one yeah, of our highest on numbers. Monday. Yeah. So here it is Wednesday and, and quite a change. But it's yeah. good. Um, we're still in the plus. We still 
have people, you know, filling the slip seat positions, which are absolutely essential. We've talked about that yeah, here over before. And over. Yeah. Um, and I'm still getting a lot of interest. We are to the point, you guys, where our trucks are so beautiful, so clean. I think we project, and I, I was mentioning that a little bit ago, that outside perception is so excellent. People are contacting us based on that. And mm. I don't know if we've had that in years past. Sure. Um, sure. They're, they're looking us up because we stand out in a great, great way. And oh, I'm yeah. so proud of that. I'm so proud of that. Amen. You guys. Yeah, I have to throw out there, though, Dave, and I think we still got to talk about it, or maybe we don't, but that outside perception, but, you know, Jam, you brought it up. What about, like Rich said, well, what's our inside perception when the truck's a pigsty and it looks right. so nice on the outside and it's a pigsty yeah. on the inside? We should be matching what we look like on the inside is what we look like on the mm-hmm. outside. Gotta and I live, think live up to the reputation. For the most part, I think everything matches up. Yeah. You know I mean? Oh, yeah, but yeah. There's yeah, just... Yeah. You know, there's there's trucks that, you know, guys that have came and left, you know, the same people that will ghost, those are the people that won't take care of their truck the right way. Yeah. They don't have the energy to communicate, let alone keep something clean. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, we did that survey and a lot of that stuff and I got fired up on on some of the survey, you know, questions, you know, because I, I, you know, like I said, I take it personally. And I, I told you the other day on our, on our introduction when it was, you know, just our opinions. I can't remember what I said about oh, that. Yeah, the open mind. I, I need to write that down and, and re-say it is, you know, we're here saying the same thing week after week, you know, and we're, this was a fairly new way to get some of the message across. Simplest way to, to reach our, our drivers or whoever, our listeners, you know, future drivers, however. But <clears throat> we're, we're not doing it. I, I think one of the feedback was, you know, you're, you're harping on the same thing. And you know, our great guys, our superstars, or our great, you know, drivers, not like you said, Jim, I shouldn't say guys, but guys and gals, is we have a lot of, you know, great, great people. You know, I got a compliment yesterday on, on Linda, and, you know, she was just amazing. And, and I'm like, you know, uh, I, I said to the, the person that gave me the compliment on Linda, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what we'd do without her. You know, she's she's really has a position here with us. And the woman looked at me joking with me and go, do a hell of a lot more work, wouldn't you? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it, it's amazing. But I guess we're harping because, yeah, we only hit the fence post one time, right, guys? But we need to eliminate the one time. That That's, sure. that's our goal. We're not trying to bust anybody's chops right. we're tr- trying to get you to think about it you know it's funny too i don't know if we can eliminate it but you always got to try and you always got to believe that you can yeah give you the very best yeah yep. uh swinging back to the ghosting one of the reasons we want to bring that up is somebody was saying ghosting is now catching up to people D- super or should super i tell that story jam or yeah should it is it arable yeah just don't use names oh i won't yeah. bob no, <laughs> Bob Martin. <laughs> no. Jam. No. Not Bob Martin. Not Bob Martin. Yeah. How about Bill? How about let's? We don't have any bills at work here. Let's use the name Bill. No, I don't need to use any names. <laughs> Interesting story though. So, um, I, I make it a point to contact every application, every applicant that applies to a job. Whether I caught I. Uh, don't necessarily call them back because I do have so many and one phone call could turn into a 30 minute call, but I will email that driver saying, thank you very much, but we are full right now. Or 
um, send them a job description uh, that tells them a little bit more about the hours percentage. And again, it's to save time. So they can either say, oh, not going to fit for me or say, wow, that sounds really, really good. So anyway, um, I was trying to contact a driver back uh, to set up an interview. And this driver actually had an interview set up. And then he canceled it and then wanted to reschedule. So it was a really a long ongoing thing. I had talked with that individual, I want to say four times maybe, had two different interviews uh, scheduled and then canceled. And then I tried calling him to reschedule again, and I probably shouldn't have even gone this far. But his phone went right to voicemail, didn't even ring <clears throat> two times. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I said to Oswaldo, I was like, Oswaldo, what happens when somebody blocks your number? And he goes, well, I don't even think it rings. You can't, it doesn't even go through. And I'm like, huh, I think this guy's got me blocked. And what a great idea. He says, well, call him from the landline. And I was like, okay, great idea. So I cruised, gave him a phone call from the phone on the desk. And he picked right up and said, hello. Wow. It, it, within two minutes. And I was like, holy cow. And so I, I, I called him out. I said, this is David JFW. And um, you know, went through the spiel. And so then he just discounted saying, hey, the schedule is too much. I, don't, I can't be a slave to work is what he said. Huh. And I was like, okay, fine. And uh, so anyway, I, I take very good notes of every interview, of every application. And uh, this happened last year, I want to say, either that or maybe early, early this year, but I think it was in 2022. And now he's contacting me right and left, wanting a job, saying my schedule's changed and I can, uh, you know, I really want to be part of the JFW family. And I, I went back and looked at my notes on the computer and I, I actually said in capital letters, never consider this person again. Wow. <laughs> because I got tired of the runaround and, it, you know, it just was like, it was terrible. I, I know you know how, Dave, and I know you use your cell phone, but did you block his number? No. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, something else that eye happened. Eye for an eye. <laughs> something else that happened recently is we had a guy ghost us, and then he applied at Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. Know? And, I mean, how do you think word gets around between Brandon and us? Yeah. You know? I think it was Brother Dave that brought it up that he'd heard, you know, either LinkedIn or something. There was an article on him that a lot of that, mm. a lot of the stuff that, that you know, because we have mechanics from, not us, but in the industry, mechanics go from job to job to job, you know, and you... When you you know work for Kenworth or Peterbilt or Mac or whatever, you, you get that reputation. Right. Same with the driver, and it's caught up with that one driver that went and applied at Brannon. Mm -hmm. And the information he put down is that he still worked for us. Right. Was the really scary thing. Oh, yeah. You know, we we had another incident. Maybe he's still here and he's just a ghost. Ah, maybe we can't see him. I, <laughs> I said I don't know everybody. Maybe I've been missing every morning, right? <laughs> missing him every morning. You know, we had a had something else happen. Oh, a uh, few months ago or something. I I, I want to be careful that I don't I don't like you guys said don't use the names and stuff. But anyway, um, I think it was with another company that had a question about a driver, and we kind of said, well, we were never contacted um, because he did work for us. Uh -huh. And and I think it ended up being kind of a bad guy, um, bad driving record, something like that, just to uh -huh. keep it vague. And uh, uh, the other company was like, well, what's going on? 
and went back and then he'd never put us down that he ever worked for us. And, uh, you know, so when you, when you have to start doing that to get a job, that's when it'll catch up. So I guess maybe, maybe a lesson out of all this that, you know, ghosting works for a while, but it's not how you can continue to run your life. Burning the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had that, you know, we've probably said that before, but every time somebody says that super Dave about burning a bridge, cause I was raised, you know, you don't burn a bridge, you know, you, you just try not to. And, uh, uh, a friend of ours, um, burnt some bridges a while ago, really hard. I mean, he just, he, he burned them all the way through. Not, not with us. Just, do I know him? you do Dave. Well, uh, by name, Yeah, but, um, and we're like, man, how how can you do that? And he said, you know, I, my dad raised me a little bit different on, on that fact, is that when you burn a bridge, that means you can never go backwards. You can only go forward. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> and, and you know what? I guess an interesting way to look at it, that then you can't fall back. He, his dad was saying, you know, that's, you fall back to your old ways. That's the easy, you know how we all, you can't do anything about your past. Right. So you need to look forward. That's what his dad was teaching him about that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, do I agree with what he did? No, because it was, it wasn't, it was burning, burning. <laughs> yeah, I don't even agree with that advice though either. Yeah, that, yeah. That means you're not being respectful to people yeah i mean it's I, mean, some- I disagree because <clears throat> for those who don't know this is my second time that i worked at jfw okay if i burned a bridge the first time i wouldn't be working here now and i'm coming mm-hmm. up on five years mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i feel like i've had a good career here you know and i for if i burnt that bridge there yeah. would have been no coming back yeah know? absolutely yeah and I, I i mean i think more that you know not that you know, you always want to fail forward, but at some point you just might need some help. Yeah. You know, yeah, and that, yeah. that might be your new adventure because you're trying to move forward. Yeah, and people change and companies change. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, maybe maybe it didn't work out because of you the last time or maybe it didn't work out yeah. because of us the last time, but you've changed and we've changed. Right. And, I mean, what an amazing place to work, mm-hmm. you know, to burn bridges because we've just had it happen. I mean, we have, we've had, let's see, one, two, three... I feel like we've had between three and five drivers come back in the last 12 months. Yeah, you know, actually, there's a shout-out for me. Uh, I was thinking about this yesterday. These guys that have come back in the last few months, outstanding. Yeah. You know, Juan, Rich. um, Arturo. Arturo. Omar. Omar, yeah. yeah. All of those guys, they are so happy to be back and and fit right back in. And it's just a pleasure to work with all you guys. Thanks so much for being who you are but there's been about three or four people that have tried to come back and we'll vote on it and they're getting they're getting a no we don't want them back True. because of the way Bob. they left or because no. <laughs> Bob. Bill, you mean bill because bill. either the way they left or they they ghosted us you know what i mean and it's just like no you you can't come back and work here look at what you did the last time look at how you left you know yeah can we touch on that without getting in trouble jam that the the you know a couple of the people that stand out are the people that have threatened other people. It's the, it's the, that's one case. It's the deepness of their, you know, the anger, you know, their, their situation. And, you know, we all talk, can a person change? Well, a person can change if, if, you know, they were forced by somebody to, to, to change, you know, I mean, 
My question, anytime, because you know my saying, if you want to know what somebody's going to do, look at what they've done. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. you say, well, can a person change? Well, absolutely. But what have they done for themselves to change? I've changed. You know, so I'm not saying people don't change, but you got to do something radical to change. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, you know, I changed. Yeah, I think time can change a person. Yeah. Yeah. And as you get older, I mean, time, life. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I agree with that, Jam. You you know, myself, I I try to work on myself all the time or like we're all trying to work on JFW and stuff. And the only example that I that I find different than that, and it's always stuck in my head is is my grandfather drank, you know, quite a bit. Um, and, you know, back in 1975, uh, his son, my Uncle Paul, was killed uh, in a car crash by a drunk driver. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not that my, my grandpa ever drunk, drunk and drove, <laughs> drank and drove, but he drank. Right. And after his son was killed, he never drank. That's something radical. That right. has happened in his life, right? Right, yes. and it's not something he did. Right, it's just something that happened to you, yeah. and you're, and and it's. So, I guess what sometimes it's terrible to have to have that happen to change. Right, you know that's the, but you know maybe that's God working in a mysterious way. Who know? Who knows? Yeah. Life's life's a mystery. It's like cleaning out your trailer. It's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> They're mysteries. There are ghosts. <laughs> All right. Next on the list, overweight permits are a privilege, not a right. So <clears throat> when you first come to JFW, you do not have the privilege of running heavy. We want to get to know you for 90 days and see what kind of driver you are before we say, okay, well, we don't know how you're going to haul 80,000 pounds around. Go haul 92,000, right? So we want to make sure you're not getting speed alerts. We want to make sure you're not following too close. We want to make sure you're looking out your back window when you're dumping, things like that. We want to make sure you're not distracted on the phone because all of those things at 80,000 pounds are amplified at 92,000 pounds. So once you're here 90 days, typically if we don't have you know any problems with your safety record or score or you know call-ins or stuff like that, you will earn your heavy permit. The heavy permits per state are good for 97,000 pounds, right? JFW's cut that off at 92,000 pounds because our trucks are light duty because they're lightweight. They don't weigh enough to be hauling 97,000 pounds around. Things break, right? The problem that we run into sometimes is we'll get somebody that's new. They haven't been here their 90 days. Well, they're taking over 85,000 down the interstate or we're getting a bunch of following too close alerts. That makes us uncomfortable. When we see you you know, following too close at 80,000 or 85,000, that doesn't make us feel comfortable. And it takes longer to stop at 92,000. So things like that. So, so it's a privilege. It's not a right. You can't be upset if you don't get your permit because your driving habits are not safe. We want you to be a good, safe driver, and then you will earn that permit. Yeah, you're, you're spot on, Jam, and I guess I want to do some history on that a little bit so maybe it, it, it makes sense to people because to me, I personally know that overweight permit was not made for us. Uh-huh. It was never designed. It was never, it was never passed or anything like that for a gravel truck to use, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm 99% sure um, maybe somebody can do some history on it or something or look it up, but 
the milk uh, milk company, mm-hmm. um, the Dairymen's Association. They're the ones that lobbied our state for it because of our dairy business here in Colorado. And that was part of, you know, wanting to haul more milk, you know, I think spoiling milk, cleaning out their trailers, the distance they were hauling, you know, they're allowed on the secondaries, you know, not interstate, just like we are. There was a lot of thought that went into it to make it better for the, for the company, but also for the public. They lobbied to get that. This is something that we all learned as a trick to go, oh, we can use that. They can't deny us doing it because we have the same amount of axles. We can do the same thing. And here we are using it when their trucks, if you look at them, always have a third axle on the tractor, a third axle possibly on the trailer. They can go up to 110,000. They have the links. If you, if you, you know, as far as I know, unless you really find one, a dairy guy, what? They, I hardly ever see them going over like 60 miles an hour. You know, they're just, they're governed or whatever. That's their, their policy. So none of this was ever made for the end dump industry industry or a local trucking. It's just something we, we learned to use. And, you know, me personally, do we use it to compete with our competition and try to bring some extra quality to our customers? Do I like it? No. I think it's really stupid. I think the the trucks aren't made for it. The roads aren't made for it. The drivers, you know, have a tough time with it. You know, all that kind of stuff. So there, there's more of a background in it. Like you said, it's a privilege, not you just get it. Not right. like, hey, let's just go do it. If you've worked anyplace else and hauled over the road, there's no such a thing. Nope. <laughs> So it is. It is truly a privilege and should be treated that way. It's a. Yep. It's a good title. I, I like it. But yeah, the background of it is. It's. It's wasn't made for us. Right. And that came from Jr. He wanted to bring that up because he's the one. Jr. is the distributor of the heavy permits. And we just got all ours. Right. We just renewed in mm-hmm. June. So he yep. has all the new ones. You know, Dustin helped me. You know, go and get them and print them out and stuff. And they're yep. they're also expensive. So the chance of losing them. You know, and not being awarded because we buy a fleet permit mm-hmm. to cover the whole fleet, and then we have to have the individual um, permit that goes in every truck. You know, we probably wrap, I don't know, I think the one permit's $2,500, $22,000, and then you add all the trucks in there. We probably got four grand in the whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, when we get done with that. Right. And, and to lose that and not get our money's worth out of it. And, and the danger it brings. I, I guess I, the accident yesterday, you know, was not our fault. Um, you know, the the person that got hit, thank God they're okay. But the the move they pulled was a bonehead move. Mm. But you know, you're not. Here's the word. I thought I thought earlier we could get through the whole podcast without get, saying it. But that person had no situational awareness. Mm. And, and, you know, cut our truck off as, as such. And we did everything we could. The driver did a good job. But, and I don't know what weight he was at, but I'm thinking, like you said, Jim, 92,000, 97,000, it's not going to stop. How much harder would we have hit that car? Yeah, in actuality, he was headed to plant 12, so he should have been right around 80,000. Perfect, Dave. Right. You but, know. you know, when he went, and I'm sure the video doesn't show it because we all know they <clears throat> react slow, but I think coming up there when i glanced it was it's hard to see on my phone but 62 miles an hour i think when the impact happened or right at the light 32 you're spot on jim with the delay because there is a delay he was he was approaching the light it's exactly how you said yeah Yeah, it's probably he was probably maybe what 15 jam 
20 miles an hour. He had to be lo- below the 32. No, I think Point Hancock he was. Was, but was about 32. But still, he dropped 30 miles an hour in what dis- distance? You know what? Right. You know, trying to avoid yeah. it. And I, and I, we've all talked. We're, Jam's going to try to do a, a highlight reel because I think you guys, you know, you hear about it, but visualizing it, you know, it's the same thing. A thousand a picture's worth it, a thousand words. It is. <laughs> it was one of those deals where the driver was like, what's this guy doing? Oh, my God. I can't believe this. And, like, you see it, and it's happened to all of us, too. Yeah. And you're amazed, like, holy crap, I can't believe it. What's this guy doing yeah. here? Yeah, because the – which was totally against it. And, I, you know, I know Brother Dave said he told the driver he did a good job. The driver could have stayed straight <laughs> and missed the car. But but you don't know that. No, you don't. You just sight, don't right? know that. And you're handling. I don't know. I'd love the seconds that that decision was made. <laughs> and I suppose we could look at the video. But it, yeah. it it's just yeah, it's crazy. You know. And and I want to talk about it a, a little bit later. But yeah, Jan, that yeah, the whole the whole bit. Super Dave, the overweight and all that kind of stuff, guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jr. Also threw this out, which is pretty cool. On Samsara, we don't have anybody in the red right now. So the Samsara scores scores are are rolling 30 days. So in the last 30 days rolling, everybody is, I think, red is below 80. So everyone's above 80. Congratulations. Isn't it? Is that a first? Yeah. If I'm mistaken about it being 80, but everybody's in at least the yellow. So yeah, that's fantastic. Yep. And and you know when you hear just like in school, you get. I was happy with an eighty, right. <laughs> a B. I, I was always happy with a B. And there's only twelve people in the yellow. Everybody else is in the green. Wow, so, wow. So that's even a better, really, yeah. if you percentage so, that out. Shout out to the drivers for fixing oh. their scores, but shout out to the safety director. Shout out to Jr. for running the program. Shout out to Kendrick, uh, Scooby, and uh, Casey for actually, you know, coaching the guys up and getting them to do better. I mean, it, it's it's a lot of work, and these guys are diligent and vigilant doing it. So. Absolutely, absolutely, making us better. Absolutely, team, team effort. Mm-hmm. So, so true. Uh, one thing that also happened this morning, uh, the driver wants me to throw his name out there. I just don't see the benefit to that. But we had a driver dr- dump in the wrong bin up at uh, one of the Coors Dairies. Yeah, Lost so, Creek. Lost Creek, yeah. So that's just being in a rush and not checking, right? We need to check where we're dumping our loads. I sent an email out or a paycom announcement. I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but... With us getting busier, there's more things that go wrong. And we need to really dot our I's and cross our T's and make sure we're doing things the JFW way, right? When you make a quick decision to dump a load in the wrong spot, man, you, you just can't take that back so quickly. It mm-hmm. takes work. And granted, there's probably a loader that can move it. You know, it's grain. It's not like you dumped, you know, rock in a sand bin at a plant, you know, but it's not a good look for us. We're better than that. The driver, he did find somebody at the dairy and told him. He did apologize saying he did this on his own. This isn't the JFW way. Don't hold it against JFW. It was like his, you know, bonehead move, we'll call it. So kudos for fessing up your mess up and owning what you did. But we just got to slow down. Mm-hmm. We got to slow down upstairs in our minds, you know. Like, I get it. We've all been drivers. We get in that go mode and it's like, you know, it's almost like a good stress to get the day done and move that move that material and get it off and you get into a groove and 
good driver, good attitude, you know, but we just got to be a little bit better than that. Yeah, not, you know, not carrying forth that, that uh, I don't know, the quality of the customer, mm-hmm. you know. I was just going to chime he, in about the customer. Everybody's focused on the money or the loads. Everybody forgets that there's a customer out there that yeah. is paying the bill, and if we screw up enough, we won't have that customer, and that person yeah. won't have a place to go to work every day. Yeah, yeah, that guy got pickles in his dairy bin yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> get it out of here yep oh that's funny yeah um and that that kind of does bring us to the next thing you know with the warm weather again i sent i sent an announcement out what the warm weather what that does to jfw and how much busier we get jim you mentioned being like on fire for the next six to eight weeks but i mean Typically, we go pretty hard until Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, Jim. Yeah. I, I was just picking that weather, out where we're yeah. Yeah, where we're weather, so nuts, we're right? Even beyond that, I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, yeah, we don't I, know what the fall is going to yeah, be. Yeah, I call like, it yeah. the fall push. Yeah, every year. Yeah. So we're here, though. I mean, it may not happen overnight this week because this is truly the first week where, and I mean, they're calling for rain this afternoon at like three o'clock, which won't hurt us. You no, know what I mean? No. But <clears throat> we're here. You know, this is what we've been talking about. This is what, you know, the drivers that, you know, have made it through the, the long winter and the wet spring have been waiting for. It's been rough for people that just started here, you know, during the winter, you mm-hmm. know, and they're finally getting to a place where we're going to get busy. But when we get busy, we got to do it the same way. We can't cut corners. We can't take shortcuts. We got to do things the JFW way. We got to look out the back window. We got to watch our following distance. We got to watch our speed because, again, everything just becomes amplified. It was in March. We got, you know, we, we came out of the winter and we had a couple couple nice days in March and we got real busy real quick. And it was just like guys were dragging their tires through the yard and, like, you know, stuff just started hitting the fan, so mm-hmm. to speak. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. we, need, we need to just remember who we are and the way we do things. Yeah, and that, that goes just trying to – kind of think here jim that that goes for our our other listeners that might be driving for other trucking companies you know and it could be anywhere in the country but you know rick gray always likes to bring up about the motorcycles out on the road you know and then and then you have vacationers added to it that we probably have in the state i know we got a lot of ski traffic but a lot of those are colorado ones that are that are used to being here and you'll have out of town folks, you'll have campers, you'll have fifth wheels, you'll have motorcycles, you have all that kind of stuff. And, and with all the rain, you know, a lot of those vacations and, and time got canceled and maybe people are trying to make up for it. So all that'll be out on the road and, and no matter where you're at or where you're driving, it, it's, it's summer and mm-hmm. people are going to be out on the road. And uh, I think we just, you know, we have to think of all that and, and think of people's futures and, and our futures. You know, so when you when you hear us, you know, harping on something or, you know, the safety directors are, you know, on you about something, there's a reason for it. It's because yeah. we've seen what happens when we don't do these things. You know, Jim and Dave has asked us to make more announcements on the radio, more announcements on Paycom, not because we want to micromanage people, but because we need to remind we, we, we as a company need to hear these things every day. We can't let our guard down. We can't become complacent. 
Yeah, we when we talked about that in the steering committee, Jim, you know, and, and we all talked about that, right, about more announcements and, sure. you know, trying to make a difference. But we also discussed another company that that uh, has had some accidents and stuff just recently, and and they were talking that, you know, that's uh, kind of goes in, in uh, secular cycles. And, and we don't, as a company, uh, we don't believe that, and either does a steering company or steering committee, because we have a better communication system than than other companies. But we've created that, and we're you know we have you know boots on the ground out in the mornings and the afternoons. We have the podcast, we have dispatch, we have other drivers, we have all that trying to make a difference, and I I think it, it makes us better. So yeah, we we need to keep that. Like you said, it's not harping. Sounds like it. May be like it, but maybe we just bring that one. It's like watching some of these videos that hopefully we can send out. It, it, it's just eye opening. Yeah, <clears throat> I know you love the football analogies, but imagine you got a football team and you're a winning team and you run a play, right? But then that doesn't mean you quit calling that play. You're going to run that play again. And mm-hmm. how do they? How do the? How do the players know what play to run? You tell them again. Yeah, you're again, gonna hear it over again, and over again. Yeah, and yeah. in practice, you run that play over and over and over, and over again. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. No matter, yeah, no matter what what it is, you know. And just a quick touch on the on the warm weather and, and getting busy and stuff too. Guys might need to back off the trucks a little bit. Um, you know, when uh, we get our 90s and 100 degree or close to 100 degree days, you know, in Colorado, especially running fair play in the mountains, you know, there's not just as much air. We deal with a different kind of atmosphere than, you know, somebody running over the road when we're running, I don't know, down south or whatever it might be back east is the altitude air. They don't run as good. And, you know, you may have to shift down a gear, slow up a little bit. It'll be better for you and it'll be better for the truck in the long run. And, you know, even, yeah, you know, Jam, you just mentioned the sports stuff. You know, when it's hot out, what do you do? You drink more water as a person, or you get in the shade, or you, you know, wear less clothes, or what, you know, all that kind of stuff. Same thing for that truck. You're asking that truck to perform when it's hot now. So make sure it's, you know, not, not just pushed to its limits. Mm-hmm. You know, old school, we used to, you'd take the trucks and we'd turn fuel to them so we could, you know, put some scraper smoke out and all that kind of stuff. We, we all had to watch our pyros and all that kind of stuff because at a certain point, the truck got too hot and you had to grab a gear and, and slow down a little bit. And it, that, that'd make a three to 500 degree temperature difference in the, in the turbo. That's right. So dropping that other gear, what does that do, Jim, right? So you increase your RPM. How, how come that cools it off? More, yeah, you, more water flow, right? More water flow. Your fan is turning faster. Yeah, yeah. And so that's going to increase the cooling. Yeah. But, and it also but, drops that fuel-to-air ratio, which is creating the heat, yeah. Dave. You know, and you, you, you know the new trucks. They've turned all the <laughs> trucks up. The injectors are at so much pressure right now, and and it's just easier on all the systems, you know, a little bit slower. And no, it doesn't. When your fan's pulling like that, you know, I've heard in the years, oh, go a little faster. That puts more air through the radiator. No, your fan's pulling more air through the radiator than you'll ever shove <laughs> through mm-hmm. it by going down the road. Right. So. That's the thing about sea level versus a mile high, or even if you're pulling Eisenhower, you're two miles high. Yeah. You don't have near there's, the air up there no air. that yeah. you have at sea level, so right. yep. it's not going to cool as efficiently. And the truck's pulling a 6% grade, so yeah. you don't have 6% grade at sea level, do you? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we used to, you know, same with the cool air, Dave, because it's a hot air. You remember going to Bandemir when we go years ago. You know, we'd be all out there doing time trials, get our marks all set, and, and then you'd have to wait for the races to go at the end of the day. You know, we might have ran at 2, 3 o'clock in the hot of the day. You get to the evening, 6, 7 o'clock, it's cool air, and the trucks run twice as fast, and you break out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. Yeah, that cool air, what a difference, man. How your truck would run on that cool 35-degree morning versus <laughs> that 80-degree afternoon. Right, right. absolutely. <laughs> oh, what a difference. Yeah. That'll make me jump down. We'll jump back up. But uh, JR gave me the safety topic of the week, and that was hot weather ops. Oh. He just mentioned the engine is going to be hotter. The tires are going to be hotter, right? So if you got a, if you have a low tire now, the chances of mm. that recap coming off is going to be greater because the tires are hotter. Uh, he also mentioned don't turn on the engine fan manually. When you turn your engine fan on manually, you don't know if that system's actually working. Yep. The the computer in the truck will turn that engine fan on when it needs to be turned on. Yeah, and try to give you know. I know in the past when we've announced it, hopefully we're not having too much trouble, but you know, your air conditionings, I think there's a cabin filter on every truck. And I know a lot of the guys have dogs with them and, you know, have ran all winter and all stuff like that. And man, we've, we've pulled some cabin filters out and they're plumb full of dog hair and, uh, you know, they can't even cool themselves or run or they're so dusty that no air can get through them. So there's a couple of keys as far as your air conditioning work system working well. That's fact in a gym. Yeah, absolutely. Or gym. absolutely. You, you turn that AC off, and you'll get a few more degrees, yeah. uh, lower degrees yep. out of your truck. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Plus, your your condenser won't freeze up on the AC. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to read the other part of Rich Trujillo's text, and I know, Jim, you wanted to talk about, about this as well. So, good morning, Jam, again. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but can you mention possibly in the podcast – Drivers cleaning the trailers out after the last load, especially if they're using someone else's truck or if they're not sure if they will be driving the same truck the next day. Also, if the night cores guys can use the trucks, please clean the windows and windshields. It sucks having to come in and scrape all the bugs off the windshield first thing in the morning. It's tough to see through. It's tough to see through all the bugs once the sun starts to rise. Thanks. Yeah, all good points, stuff we've continually talked about, right, you guys? I mean, we've, we've harped on and harped on it. I, I think the, the cleaning out thing, though, is, is just essential because that's, you know, bugs on the windshield don't, don't ruin it for the customer or, or for that driver the next day. That doesn't stop them from go getting a Coors load. But uh, I, I know we've had people here early, you know, or try to get out of here and go get that Coors load. And they can't because their truck's full of uh, fry rock or sand or, or whatever's left, pea gravel. And, man, you guys, we, we just cannot do that. It doesn't give, you know, we started the podcast off with it. It doesn't give a good quality to our customers. You know, Jam was joking here. All our customers are getting pickles with something they, they didn't order. Or they get their, you know, their Vegemite pizza that... that <laughs> You know, you didn't order Super Dave, right? You ordered a pepperoni oh, pizza. We wanted to go back so hard, but it's a half an hour away. <laughs> right, clear down in Castle Rock. So, you know, what? what's the – guys, you know, and, and, and it's looking at the future. I, I talk so much about it. I feel talk, I talk so much about it is that, is that 
It's the quality you give somebody else. Maybe they don't appreciate it, but you will yourself. You know, it is it is about others, but it is also about thinking about you know, you yourself and how you will feel and, and going, hey, I did the right thing. Hey, I covered that. Hey, I swept out. You know, it's it's a better feeling to 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 being better. You know, I like to go back to the third item on our creed, Jim. Together, we joyfully create honest value for those we serve, and we serve each other first. Absolutely. And so, creating that honest value is sweeping the trailer out. And yeah. Returning the shopping cart and making sure that truck is ready to go for our our brothers and sisters and um, to to make their day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I had. I had. Because uh, uh, making their day is going to make your day. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I had a situation yesterday that I was talking to some people that you know just closed on the ha- uh, house. They were fortunate enough to get a house and and. Uh, um, had money saved and used up all their savings and they were closing yesterday and uh they were complaining about being broke and you know now they don't have any money and all that kind of stuff and you know we're going to have to get a uh you know another job or another customer to cover the the you know the home mortgage and you <laughs> and know, your taxes went up <laughs> and you know and and all that kind of stuff and totally understood and it's a stressor you know it's a big deal when you buy a house especially if you're you know with the interest you know they talked about the interest it it basically i'm i'm exaggerating a little bit doubled their payment right from what it was a year ago and when they were looking at 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 buying the house and and i i finally had to stop them and and right or wrong i was like you know what guys i i am i'm so proud of what you've done but all i hear is a bunch of complaining when most people couldn't even afford the house, you know, that you've, you've, you've had the money that you save, that you work hard for, even in savings. So your, your financial whereabouts on, on your future was, was well done. And, you know, and, and I said, I, I get it scary. And, you know, the one comment quite back was, yeah, but we don't have anything in the, you know, in the bank, you know, we don't have anything to fall back on. And I'm like, yeah, you do. You can quick sell your house. <laughs> and, you know, we, we all laughed and stuff, but I think that's, you know, that's the difficulty of, of looking at the new next step or the, the next. Yeah, they, they can't see it. Can't right. They, you can't, you can't see it, Dave. Yeah, yeah. It's so, you're so blinded by the right now and, and it's hard to be you know, look at yourself as being fortunate mm-hmm. on, on what's happened, yeah. but it, but it's scary. I, I mean, yeah. I get it. I get it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on my, you know, we deal with shit around here all the time. Buying a house is kind of nothing, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> not yeah. to belittle that. Everybody loves to be liquid, but when yeah. you say you don't have anything, I mean, you have your house and the so, things you can do as a homeowner, you know, yeah, you may not be liquid in the bank, but you yeah. still every have. payment you make to your mortgage is like putting money in the bank. Yeah, it's, yeah. You're not making that rent payment to somebody else. You're making your mortgage payment. Absolutely, absolutely. And I and I know what I mean. I know they sent me uh, a little picture of you know uh, at the closing place and they, the closing place they were kind of cute. Had a big sign. It's closing time. You know, <laughs> nice. it was their, their picture and I sent them back and I, you know, and you could do the same thing if you're renting too, Dave, but I, I sent them back that, you know, that, that house you can fill full of, of so many memories right. and maybe that house can be a place where you offer somebody shelter, 
mm. one day wow. from a storm Amen. that that you can't someplace else. Right. And I and I know they have done this in the past, but it's also some place that you'll build memories of laughter oh, that yeah. that can fill a universe. I mean, yeah, both yeah. you guys, you know, think of the laughter yeah. you've had in your homes, and you can do it when you're renting. But, yeah. But I mean, I just think so, of that that place of shelter. Yeah. yeah. Um, at, at home is part of you yeah, yeah it's you know? so it's a uh, yeah it's 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 important but it's hard yeah. to sometimes see the you know see the sunshine and it does take a while to make yeah. it your own the dust you will know? settle yeah yeah but yeah yeah I mean, it happens shout out shout out to my wife ace because you know i bought well we bought the house but she's made it a home mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. the way she's just turned it into i mean yeah you you make it a home by the memories but what she's done with the place is amazing. Just yeah, you know, every day, it feels more like a home, and yeah, I mean, it's just it becomes part of you. You know, it's mm-hmm. like that's your safe haven. That's you know, that's where you go. Mm-hmm. You know, where yeah, home. home that simple word of home doesn't home sweet home doesn't do enough to describe yeah. it, right? Yeah. I mean, just just home. Yeah, and it's like I think we brought it up that last podcast, Jam. I. I should write that one down or be able to pull that up. But, you know, the relationship in your marriage that it's not 50-50, mm-hmm. you know. And, and if it is 50-50, maybe that, that part of building that home has been Ace's 50% for a while and, and you working as your 50%. But, it's you know, it goes back and forth. And, you know, maybe she'll only have 10 and you need to come up with the 90 you know, but yeah, that's a that was a great quote. I ran across it again; it popped up, and yeah, I was like, "Yes, I see it again too." So so true, you know. And that that's the same thing here. You know, maybe you're, you know, making light of the of the cleaning out the trailer is, you know, I, I guess I wouldn't want to do it, but maybe you get in at night and I'm exhausted, and you know you're not driving that truck and you didn't clean it out. Let that other driver know. If you know somebody's going to be I was, in the- I was about to say, when you know there's a problem before you get to work or you know, you know, if you got a text message, hey, man, I'm really sorry. I was not able to clean your truck out last night. I don't know why that would happen, but what it I, happened. What, maybe then, that. Maybe then, that's a step we I make. Got a, then well, I, got a I do know like, why it would happen. I did a test drive, and uh, I forget the truck number, and I know whose truck it was, but... When I was doing the test drive, the guy found a flat tire, and I was like, oh, good job. And then I looked it up, and I was like, okay, th- this is a one-off thing, but that driver's dad had a stroke the previous or earlier that day, and he came in hot, right. and he well, took off. So. He's not sending a text message to somebody. No. That, you know, but I'm talking about. That, that's excusable. Yeah, absolutely. But if I came in the morning knowing that I needed to sweep my trailer out, because it wasn't done by the guy the night before, I would be happy. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, thanks for telling me. Don't do that again. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, for Rich and I, I mean, you could ask who's driving your truck the next day or who might be in it. Or you know, for Rich's example, if you know somebody knew Rich was going to be in it, and you know, Rich planned to get out of here, or maybe he was scheduled for Coors, I think it was. But mm-hmm. you know, you text him and go, Rich, man, I, I, I knew I was going to haul rock tomorrow, and I know you're in my truck. I didn't sweep out. You know, my, my bad. Rich would have, you know, maybe five minutes earlier, whatever, swept out and went on his way. Right. No big deal. Right. But, you know, now Rich is faced with having to try to out, clean out Fry Rock, which he doesn't want to dump it here. He knows the rule, right? Yep. You know, or we had to go to 23 or, you know, he has to come into Oswaldo and go, hey, I got to grab a load of fries. Right. And he's got bugs on his windshield. And, you know, it's just yeah. doesn't feel good. Yeah. Especially if you're a guy that prepares the night before, you know, like Super Dave. 
or yourself. Like yeah. if you take everything as far as you can the night before, but then somebody else borrows your truck and like doesn't top it off and makes a mess and didn't sweep out, like it's against everything that you stand for. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and we we mentioned mentioned Rich and you know Rich isn't you know texting uh, jam to to bitch. He's he's. It's like what we're doing on the podcast. He's he's just trying to make people better. He wants JFW to be better. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that was very clear in his text. It was yeah. like, hey, yeah, you know, where I mean, he even said we're better than this. Like, you know, everybody needs to understand that we're better than this, and we need to keep these trucks clean. And he brought up Jim and Dave spent a lot of money on these trucks, and we need to treat them better. And it wasn't being selfish at all. No, nope. so. nope, absolutely. Uh, I did mention. Uh, <clears throat> fueling and topping off the night before this is super important whether you fuel at night or you fuel in the morning when you leave the gate in the morning you need to be topped off all the way the reason you need to be topped off all the way we know that if you're topped off all the way you can run 600 miles minimum right on a tank of fuel when we get a call hey uh you know i think i'm i think i might run out of diesel you know, do you think I could make it? It's like, well, how many miles have you ran and were you topped off this morning? Well, I ran X amount of miles, but it wasn't topped off this morning. I thought I was good. Yeah, and let me explain. Topped off isn't three inches below the fill neck. Topped off means it's topped off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we, you know, something we've done, we've used to have big old tanks. You could run two days, maybe you could run three days, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, back to trying to be better uh, better business and, and stuff is we've went to the basically the minimum you know of a, a long day 600 mile day is a long day it's, it's all it's, it's also pretty much on the illegal yeah, it, side it's good 13 and a half hour day yeah right yeah. super dave and you know that's it you know averaging 65 or whatever it breaks mm-hmm. down to 60 miles an hour yeah. but why carry that extra weight of another 50 gallons that just takes away from your tear weight or your your day every day when you don't need it we have fuel here we have great big mm-hmm. tanks right. you know all that kind of stuff that that was that was put into to benefit all of us right. and you but you're right jim you have yeah. to top off in my thought there's only one reason if you are topped off there's only one reason why you wouldn't make 600 miles and that's if it was a super windy day yeah yeah and, and i mean and what, we do have that i mean we live in colorado but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like, you know, you ran into where you cut across 80 or something or down 25, you know, for for four hours straight out of Wyoming. Oh, man. You know? I One day I was coming back from, I don't know if it was Rock Springs or, or uh, Rollins, I can't remember, but I was coming across I-80, and I have made that run before without needing fuel. I had to get fuel in Laramie because the wind was blowing so hard. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, and, and another thing I want to want to touch upon, I mean, there's not – they're not all around or whatever, but we do have an account at Love's. Any one of the trucks can get fuel at a Love's truck account, uh, truck stop. You know, if you are out, I mean, we all appreciate making the call that, hey, I'm out of fuel or I didn't top off or whatever, but you can always call dispatch, go into Love's, get your, get your account information for your truck and get fuel instead of running out of fuel. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, that's the big thing of, of not running out of fuel. Yeah. Actually, that's the big thing. <clears throat> Do not run out yeah. of fuel. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole... <laughs> that's a problem. That's another whole hassle. Yep. Uh, did you guys want to <clears throat> discuss anything before I get to Paco and trades to, for my community? No, no, I think I'm... I mean, we... Yeah. Soup? 
You good? Rock, rock and roll, Paco. Rock and roll. Rock and roll Paco. Okay, <clears throat> as you guys remember, Paco was on a few weeks ago. He has uh, got a movement going called Trades for My Community, which is also part of Hope for My City, uh, which is also part of the New Hope Ministries of Central Denver. Uh, this is something that they are doing or we are doing on August 20th. I got a flyer here. Uh, there's going to be some uh, live entertainment with uh, Brian Trow. Young Bro and Alport East and also Lance Blake. This will be, uh, like I said, August 20th at 1 p.m. at, oh, what's the name of the park? Quattro Vientos Park. It's at 3800 West Alameda. Okay. Uh, a lot of people did t- tell Paco they were going to help out, uh, but they haven't come through for him yet. <clears throat> so I just want to remind everybody, if you want to donate, you just need to text... 77977 you want to text NHMCD that stands for New Hope Ministries Central De- Central Denver so text NHMCD to 77977 okay and that'll take you to uh where you donate there's a drop down menu you'll see hope for my city and then there's a separate category called trades for my community so <clears throat> please help Paco out Paco did text me yesterday because Brother Dave asked Paco a really good question. And that was, let me pull it up. Let me just read this to you. Good morning, guys. So Brother Dave asked me the question, why I wouldn't try to partner with Swift and other companies like them that would help with free CDL schooling. At that point, I didn't have the answer. I know why I didn't think of this after talking to one of our coworkers, Veto of Veronica, she explained some things to me. I 100% feel that God was the one who placed trades for my community on my heart. I have prayed and told God that it's hard for me to hear his voice and know when it's him talking to me. I said that if he ever wants me to do something, to just make me do it, which is what is happening. So I feel that these companies were never put on my heart because part of what we are trying to do here is create the ability for people to be able to, to not only provide for their families, but also be present and involved in raising their family. These other companies are over the road and sometimes a long commitment in which they would be away from their families. I wouldn't want to be part of something in which I convince someone to go away from their family for a while, even at a young age. I would love for a young person to be able to stay here in town, get a great job, and make a family that he would be involved in raising. I know that there has to be help locally, <clears throat> to keep families together because of how our creed says, together we face and overcome all that stands before us. Thanks, guys. And like Ray Ray says, much love and respect. So, yeah. I think, and then he wrote, oh, by the way, I wrote this, not my wife. She just spell-checked it. Ha ha. <laughs> 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 Typical Paco fashion. <laughs> Always got to crack a joke. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I get that. Yeah, good response. I, you know, I'm I'm talking for Dave. I could be wrong. I think because we we chatted a little bit all of us after the podcast. You yeah. know, when Paco left, and I think the that question was, you know, you know, we don't donate money, or not not we, but everybody donates money. Paco has that. It and you know, if they do a raffle or something, jam the way I understood it would possibly work was that it just benefits the one person, right? And I think Dave's question was more. If you if you got involved with a Swift, which Paco, that's a wonderful answer, 
right. you know, right? I get what he's saying, but that can help more people get the trade. Mm-hmm. But Paco's also, you know, challenging a lot of people. Is there something local so you don't have to be away from your family? Right. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't choose over-the-road trucking because I don't want to be over the road, right? right? But I was fortunate enough to be raised where I, I have that skill. I mean, no matter how old or where I, I go, I have that skill. So, yeah, good, good stuff. I, 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 don't, I don't have a clear answer for either one of those questions, really. Yeah, I, I don't think he's even asking a question. But, yeah. <clears throat> you know, maybe this year, uh, Trades from My Community blesses one person with uh, tuition to, uh, to a truck driving school. Maybe next year it grows to two people. Maybe in three years it grows to twenty people. You know, well, so, that's a grassroots effort right yeah, there. You I know, mean, in in five years maybe it'll be a thousand people. Yeah, and then how many electricians did they make? How many welders did they make? How many? You know, you know what I mean. So, you know, I'm really proud of Paco. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, it 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 goes as far as you know when you when you talk about that stuff and you talk about a trade. And I don't know how the schools work because so many of the rules changed. We used to be able to teach somebody to drive. You could go get a test, take the quick little driving course for like 50 bucks or something. You know, now it's whatever, $2,500, have to have so many hours, all that other stuff. You know, wouldn't it be nice? And I'm just, you know, I don't know the possibility of this. We're all really busy. We got insurance ramifications. But let's say JFW just ten trained 10 drivers a year. Right. You know, so they had that skill. They were able, they don't have to work here, you know, mm. but they were able to get their CDL. They had a trade and, you know, and, and you, you know, it's like, it's like when somebody does a scholarship, you write in, you know, what my family, what my background is, what I've been through, you know, maybe we get 10 people that qualify for that scholarship mm. and we, we train them, you know, and, cool. and, and, you know, I, I don't know how all that works. I'm just uh, spitballing here that, right. You know, maybe that's how you make a difference in your community. In your community, you know, because right. I I know what Paco described to me, and I was I was I don't know if it f- more fortunate. I was on a different life path. I had my my folks to taught me to drive. Right? right, Paco's had to make his way all the way. You know, him right. and him and Ray Ray. Right. So that's you know, and if there's other people out there, maybe maybe there's a different way to help. Yeah, I mean, I could tell you, I went the route that Paco is trying to get people to avoid going. You know, I, I decided to, you know, and don't get me wrong, there is nothing wrong with over-the-road truck driving, right? So I was in a place in my life where, you know what, some alone time would do me some good, you know, and I got over the road. But I will say I had a girlfriend when I started driving over the road, and then I didn't have that girlfriend <laughs> after I was over the road. So there was definitely, you know, obviously not a marriage. There was no covenant, right? Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> then I did it again. You know, later in life, I went over the road again, and I had a big old W900, and it was fast, and it was chromed out, and it was cool. Had a girlfriend when I started that job, and shortly after, I didn't, you know? So it does put a strain on, you know, home life, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. She didn't love the chrome as much as you did. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Not even close. (laughs) But I had a really cool boxer. He went with me everywhere. Loyalty, Jim, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Unconditional love. Unconditional. Yeah. Great job, Paco. And uh, yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm interested to see how this all shakes out. I will obviously be at this event. So hope to see all of our JFW family there as well. Absolutely. I got no questions from the audience this week. We already went over. (laughs) (laughs) We already went over the safety topics. 
Ray Ray didn't supply any tips and tricks. I didn't hear from Chris Beam. Man. Steve Big Country did not send me anything either. So we are up to the high road home. Yeah, he didn't even give me a dad yeah. joke this week. You guys, you guys make the podcast easy for us, and now we got to come up with the, the content on our own. <laughs> I think you're throwing the challenge out there, aren't you, Jan? We could we could use some help each week. And, I mean, and, and I, they, they were rock stars like, doing it. Yeah, I would love questions from the audience all the time. To oh, me, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah because interactive, and you could be anonymous if you want, but you get to ask. You get to you get to ask all of us, but. You get to ask the owners of the company any question you want, you know. And if you don't work here, Facebook message us, email me jam at com. Email Super Dave. Dave, what is your what is your email? D Weldon. It is D Weldon at jfwtrucking.com. Dave and mine was Dave W. And we were getting each other's emails, so there you go. I'm the only guy that uses the last name everybody <laughs> else is jim dave jam jim's the only one that's gotten an email so far yeah yeah but that was great and that was from um kevin right kevin yes yes good job australia yeah, yeah. Yep. what's up kevin yeah so, so my question from the audience I was is gonna ask, well, oh. what is your question is to jim uh-oh back in the day <laughs> our trademark was we had all different colored trucks mm-hmm. and now they're all red why did we choose red? <laughs> um, I, I think it's the uh, the brightness of it, Dave. The the recon- recognizability, recognizability, or whatever how you however you say that. But yeah, and I, I think I think obviously when you look at it, what what are the other colors being ran in, in town? Right? <laughs> there was a blue. There was a green. <laughs> right, Dave. There so was you, a yellow. Yeah. So you pick, <laughs> you pick something different, and and uh, you know I. I I have to say personally, I know Dave likes his red pickup, you know, always has. Right, and, but and you were the one that had big red. <laughs> it's true. That's true. <laughs> that was one of the first trucks. So, yeah, it's just a, it's a color that stands out. I don't even know if it still is, but I know that, and, you know, has nothing really to do with us, but red was the most color stolen in any automobile. Oh. Red cars. They always held that. That. I don't know if it's still true, but I don't either. Has nothing to do with your question. People want right. red. Yeah, yeah. yeah Insur- insurance rates are higher on red cars. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And I, and I don't know, uh, jammed. In, you know, I you and you said there's no you know questions from the audience, and I went, Whew, you know, or you know, and you said <laughs> that. Say, uh oh. Actually, I really like the questions. I'm just right. joking about it because I I agree, Jim. You have a question to ask me. Ask it. I'll I'll do my best. Yeah. You know, and, and try to do it with, you know, as much honesty I can. You know, and I might I might not know. I mean, I, I still, uh, I haven't done my homework yet, Paco, but, <laughs> you know, his challenge that he threw out to me a couple of weeks ago. So, oh, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I, I think that's great. Yeah. I think it's, I would rather have the interaction than no questions, right? I guess is, I should say that. I guess I should say instead of going, no question, I'm like, what the heck's wrong with everybody? Ask something, you know? Good answer. Thank you for that. <laughs> I don't, was it a good answer, Dave? Oh, yeah, it was. I, you know. Yeah. 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 Well, this week's High Road Holland is really not tied into the podcast. A lot of times it just naturally does, but um, I forget why I hit on this one, but I thought it was something everybody could take a little bit away from because it's everywhere, and everybody has to deal with this topic pretty much every day. And that topic is criticism. 
Why silencing criticism will make you powerful. Our brain is hardwired to be negative. According to psychologist Martin Seligman, when life was uncertain and dangerous, our ancestors had to be alert to, uh, in order to survive threats. But modern, modern life is not as dangerous as it used to be. Yet when we don't like something or someone, we react like our ancestors did. Being judgmental is how we protect ourselves from these potential attacks. Criticism is, off, is an effortless task. That's why we so easily go down that road, even if it makes us weaker. It's a form of ego defense. We hate in others what we hate in ourselves. We reject the events or behaviors that expose our uncomfortable zone. We expect everyone to be flawless, and we have a hard time accepting our own flaws. We criticize others because we are impatient, or they behave differently, or they look different, and we expect these people to be like ourselves. When we focus on someone else's flaws, we become blind to everything else. We want to look smarter, but we just focus on what we don't agree with. We stop seeing the person. Let's face it, criticizing does make us feel better. When it's projected negatively, it's just gossip, which is not intended to benefit anyone but ourselves. Being social creatures, we pay lots of attention to the opinion of others. Positive or negative assessments are like social currency. They can help or hurt or move us up the social ladder. Anthropologists believe that throughout human history, gossip has been a way for us to bond with our peers and to isolate those who don't fit in to that group. Gossiping plays a key role in society. It spreads reputational information about others we use to either welcome or ostracize individuals. Some actually say that it helps protect vulnerable individuals within that group. Contrary to popular perception, most negative gossip is not intended to hurt the target, but to please the gossiper and the receiver. Negative gossip has self-promotion value because it provides individuals with social comparison information, which can result in feelings of pride. Sadly, we feel better when we make someone look bad. But according, but excuse me, but, but actually we look ugly when criticizing others. Regardless of our motivation, gossiping hurts relationships and creates a climate of fear and resentment. Multiple studies shows it drives an increase in mental and physical illness and is a form of bullying. Criticism puts everyone on the defensive. It focuses on what's wrong, not on a solution to the perceived mistake. So silence your inner critic to boost your confidence. You can focus on your and your improvement rather than other people's flaws. Two, all cruelty springs from weakness. Three, we judge what we don't know. If we were to use our experience, we would silence most. Uh, we would be silent most of the time. Stop guessing other people's intention. Four, when we play on defense, we don't listen to what's going on, and we are ready to defend ourselves from a threat that is yet to happen. And it's easy to make fun and mock others. Be mindful to not go along with others or instigate hurtful behavior ourselves. And it's not necessary to react to everything you notice. Turn off your fight or flight mode and adapt instead. And no matter how hard the past is or was, you can always begin again. Everyone has a first chance to make a second impression. 
So how are we to criticize others, though our brains are more susceptible to negative thoughts, positive behaviors are contagious too. Turn your self-confidence into a source of inspiration. A mind that doesn't judge drives confidence in others. And the quote this week um, is by Harold Medina, who is was, sorry, a circuit, so it's very unlikely due to say such a good quote, but he was a circuit court judge who lived from 1888 to 1940. And he said, criticizing others is a dangerous thing not so much because you mistake you make mistakes about them, but because you may be revealing the truth about yourself by Harold Medina. Mm-hmm. So try not to criticize so much, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of like what I was just talking about, Dave, really, when you, when you just see the, the dark side of stuff or the bad side, or, you know, and it's not, you're not criticizing, but you're just criticizing and, yeah, it, there's there's no room in it if you can if you can live differently. We say it all the time. The low road is easy. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's same same thing. Different yeah. way to say it. I guess that's the reason again for the podcast is try to reach people in a way that will will touch them. Mm-hmm. You know, and and obviously we can we can see what's better. You know, so yeah, yeah. Mine for the for the the week here. Um, it says, uh, to do extraordinary things, we have to do something that might seem ordinary a lot of the times. Huh. And I, I just mm-hmm. so much believe that. that Man, I do too. You know, and we, we talk about it like showing up on time and all that kind of stuff. Those are just ordinary things that end up being extraordinary. And, you know, when we talk about different things to reach people, your, your high road hauling and different stuff like that, I, I ran across something else that, you know, how great things are born. Letters from words are from those words we craft sentences to write a great book. We just need to type. <laughs> and, and isn't that true? And I mean, I know it's a play on words. It's just trying to get somebody else, you know, a different way of thinking about it. But, you know, we can't, we can't be great or do great things if we don't type. You know, and we can't, if we're not typing, we're not putting the basket away. We're not sweeping the truck out. We're not thumping tires. You know, we're not giving our significant other a kiss in the morning. We're not, we're not telling our kids a good job. You know, we're, we're, those are, those are the, you know, simple things, the ordinary things that make us extraordinary. And it says, it says here, the typing itself isn't hard. And, and we know that, right? The typing itself isn't hard because it's just doing the, the simplest things. Mm-hmm. Coming up with what to write is. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's, that's so true. I mean, I can do a lot of typing, but what, what, what am I going to do? And, and yet we've given everybody a list of what to do that would make you extraordinary here. Right. Pre-trip, post-trip, you know, our creed, you know, cleaning the trailer out. We, we've, we've given you the strip. You know, it's not, it's not hard to come up with the words. And because... We couldn't find a great idea. We never start. Ty- we never start typing, huh. guys. We we ha- all of us here have great ideas. You know that's something that the steering committee, you as drivers, you know, Rich talking to us, Chris Beam coming up with things, Rick Gray, you know, the newest guy that walks in here has great ideas. But we just we just need to do it, and um, so it says in the end. 
the great book will never be written. <laughs> so if you're not if you're not sweeping out, you're not bumping your tires, you're not safe following distance, you're not scanning in front of you, you will never have a great book to write. If you're not if you're not in a relationship with your wife, if you're not you know, talking to your kids, you will never, ever have a great book to write. It's true. It's just, it's just all there is to it. So and then it, it kind of ended down here. However, a fantastic book will only be born after a series of shitty books. <laughs> and every day, we all do something shitty. <laughs> Maybe not sweeping out, not, not, you know, bumping the tires. But the next day... We have a chance to write that great book. That's right. Right? Right? So, uh, and says, writing things that do not make us you proud is a significant part of the process. You know, I've, I've done things through my life that, you know, doesn't make, my, make me proud. And again, I'm going to harp on it. As simple as cleaning that trailer out, wiping the bugs off the windshield, keeping a clean cab. All those things are, are you know, it doesn't make you proud of the process. So just remember, you'll never be able to write an award-winning book on your first try. We're not asking everybody to do it on their first try. You know, we, we are, <laughs> but we're all human. You know, we get it. But, you know, not trying, you'll never, you'll never write that book. You'll never write that book. So I, I just wanted to end by saying that, you know, we ask everybody here, Every day, I think it you know it falls on on me also and and Dave and you know everybody maybe our customers yeah even our customers and stuff you know that we ask everybody to do extraordinary things every day and by extraordinary we're asking everybody to be better than they were yesterday and I and I don't know if that's possible. You know, without without mistakes, without hitting the fence post. You know, you ask the wash bay, I want a better wash job. I want the, Chris, I want, you know, you get stuck with fixing a tire in the morning. I want it out five minutes quicker. You know, you know, Jam, I want you working on the on the podcast, you know, tomorrow morning. You know, Super Dave, uh, 13 people aren't good enough hired and we want 20. You know, we're, we're always asking our customers. We don't want, we don't want, you know, all the bins plumb full. Don't complain about us if we overfilled you. You know, whatever it might be. We, we just, <laughs> we, just uh, we ask extraordinary things every day. And, 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 and it's, it's our ask, you guys, right? And I, and I hope somebody's, uh, you know, I hope my family and, and my brother and you guys are, are doing the same thing of me, of asking extraordinary things, and I'll, and I'll do my best. So, Amen. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah, I so agree with that, you know. Everybody is fallible, and everybody has moments that they fall short. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean you can't pick yourself up, dust yourself off, try hard to, to make it right or do, the, do it better or jump higher or, you know, write that book. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've written some shitty books. <laughs> yep, me too, man. <laughs> I was going to tell you this off air because I don't want to take away from your amazing quote, but I saw another quote about writing. And it said, just because you use the same pen as Steven Spielberg doesn't make you a good writer. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Uh, yep. I, is, you know, you could, that's, that's really a good one, Jam, because you could look at it, or I, I could quick change that. So we give you this truck. Right. 
You know, it's it's perfect. It's brand new, state same, of the art. Same truck as Rosario uses. Exactly, mm. <laughs> but that, that <laughs> truck's not going to make you great. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Very true. All right, everybody. Dave, did you have anything else? Before? I did. Oh, I did. Well, yeah. You you need to let me t- I, say this. I want to. I want to hear your closing argument. Yeah. Closing. Argument. Closing thoughts. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I, I would like to uh, give a shout out to my lovely wife, hey. Jackie, and thank you for loving me for 37 years uh, today. So, wow. Uh, Happy anniversary. Yeah, congratulations, <laughs> Dave. Does she listen to the podcast? Uh, she no. should listen to the end of this one. So. Just play the last five minutes of this one. <laughs> <laughs> Just right quick, Jackie. Let me, I yeah. gave you a shout out. Yeah, That's congratulations, good, Jackie. That's a long time. And, and, and Must be an good. angel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not all 50-50, is it, Dave? <laughs> all right, everybody. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Channel 23 podcast. Hit that follow button. I'd like to see, I don't know, let's get to... 210. Let's get to 210 by next yeah. week. That would be awesome. Also, yeah. don't forget to go back and listen to episode 72 and help find Amber's mom. Links to her story will be in the description of today's podcast as well. And don't forget to help uh, Paco and uh, Trades for My Community. Donate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's say the creeding and get on out of here. Sounds good. Together we face and overcome all that stands before us. Together we are accident free. Together we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together we are celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together we are accountable for our words and our actions. Together we are the JFW family. All right. Thanks Sounds for listening, good. everybody. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-looking for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, any Rocky Mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings, but that's never been a problem because we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just looking for another load. I hear there's a couple million tons to move. I see them everywhere. So you best get out their way and watch that sand and gravel disappear. There's another run to make. We gotta get it there on time. And we got what it takes to lay it all out on the line. Big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Those big bright shiny red trucks got the best drivers in town. They got all the tools they need to keep that hammer down. When they hit them scales, they won't need to dodge them, won't need to duck them. They just keep that hammer down And they keep that diesel truckin' Keep that hammer down
can't keep that day so truckin'. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a truckin' down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a lookin' for another load. They just keep them doors a closed, keep them butts in their seats. Cause those customers are calling And those red trucks can't be beat They've gotta put the hammer down And pick up another load Get it off the ground Keep them eyes open and on the road Keep them eyes open on the road I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks Just a-truckin' down the road those big, bright, shiny red trucks Just looking for another load Breaker, Breaker 2-3, anybody got a copy on that Channel 23 podcast? Welcome, and thanks for listening.